for Dominic Batchy. Go to ColoradoRapids.com. Hey there, Denver. It's Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50. And now is the time to talk with your kids about the dangers of alcohol, marijuana, and other drugs, including the misuse of prescription drugs. Start the conversation and let your kids know that you want what's best for their future. Find conversation starters, tips, and other resources at SpeakNowColorado.org. Now is the time to talk. Visit SpeakNowColorado.org to learn more. Hey, sports fans, unless you're really rolling, there's no way possible you could afford over $100,000 of damage to your property. Hail, fire, water damage. That's why you have insurance. But nearly every insurance claim is underpaid. The C3 Group can help. They're a team of property claim experts that work to ensure insurance companies pay what they're required to pay. Property owners, HOAs, and contractors, they all trust the C3 Group to recoup damages from 100000 into the millions. You can trust the C3 Group as well. Call 303-670-2710. You know Brakes Plus are the brake experts. Come experience the plus. From oil changes to computerized alignments, we do it all. Did you hit a pothole recently? Come in for a free alignment check. Mention this ad and get a computerized alignment for only $60. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Brakes Plus, service you can trust at a price you can afford. When America says give me a break, America comes to Brakes Plus. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. And the Rockies turn this. There's one on the first double play. Ball game over. And the Rockies snap a nine-game slide against the Angels. And they make it six straight overall with a 4-2 victory in their return to Lodo. A 4-2 final. John Gray evens his record at 4-4. Seven shutout innings. The Wolfman. Or in this case, the Gray Wolf. Did you see him against Otani last night? That was fun to watch. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. John Gray and the Rockies win their sixth straight Things are happening. You can sense it. The big mo is in the Rockies' favor on this beautiful Wednesday morning here in the Mile High City. High of what? Like 180 today? It was hot yesterday. My goodness. It was warm. Are we going to be that guy? No, I love it. We're going to be gripe about the heat guy? I never gripe about the heat. You'll never hear me gripe about heat. Okay. I'll gripe about snow and cold. Because I don't don't like the guy who complains no matter what the weather is. Uh, bring it on. As hot as you want it to be. Because we are dangerously close to that time when people go, where did, where did spring go? Yeah, Why did we skip spring? No, I love it. I mean, it was beautiful. People were out at the ballpark. People were interested in being outdoors. This is why you live in Denver, Colorado. So welcome again. We had spring. It was those windy, cold evenings sitting out watching Little League Baseball. Yeah. I'm over it. Yeah, you're right. Joined by H.W. Will Peterson, James Manchester, Marilad, Jesse Trujillo, Marty O., I uh, got a lot on tap in this show today. Uh, first off, let's get this out of the way. Do you have yours? I've got mine. Let me open it up. It's here. So the newspaper made it to yeah. the Lombardi household I this got mine. morning. My delivery guy is perfect. I am paperless again this morning. Now, I have a little more information on it. Okay. So, and not to, you know, bore you too much with the details of what's well, going on. Is this on. A, 
a more you know about paper delivery? No, no. It's um. So my wife and my oldest son are in Oklahoma City for the week mm-hmm. for a gymnastics meet. Okay. Why it has to be an entire week? I don't know. It's a whole other conversation. So they're there. So I leave before my other two children are up in the morning. That makes for a little bit of a tricky situation well, at the house. Who takes care of the kids? Well, my dad comes over. He's, you know, up and about. So he okay. comes over and he hangs out at the house while the kids sleep until they come in the carpool, whatever. All right. So I had him on, uh, let me know when the paper gets there today, duty, because oh. it wasn't there when I had to leave. Okay. 6.32 it arrived on the front porch. Which does you no good. Does me zero good. You yeah. might as well bring it at 6.30 tonight. Yeah. It's worthless. I've got the last two days' papers sitting in my entryway that have never been opened, and today's will fall into that same category. All so right. three days in a row, I've had no paper to come in here and... Frankly, do my job. So are we canceling? Because that was the threat. Yes. Are you saying you can't do your job without a newspaper? Well, I mean, I've managed the last two days. I mean, I thought Monday was a little bit of, all right, i got to get back into kind of the swing of things. Mint juleps are still clearing out of my system. Yesterday was on point. We'll see how today goes. Um, Are we actually going to call the Denver Post? It's not the only thing I have going Against me this morning. Yeah, there's something else going on, Vic, that he wanted to dive into. So I'm a I'm a guy that I always get upset when people say, "Oh, I have a migraine." They just use mm-hmm. that for I have a headache. I'm a or true, they're hungover or that. I'm what I would call a true migraine sufferer, where I get the 30 minutes of can't see. Are you the guy that's going to rate migraines? Probably. Okay. I get 30 minutes where I can't see. Like literally, I can put my hand in front of my face. I can't see it. I go blind. Well, I go, your, your eyes turn around or something? I don't know what goes on. It's some sort of deal. And then I, it goes away eventually. I can see. And once I can see, I get this pounding headache and it's like having a hangover for three days. I woke up this morning, opened my eyes, look at my phone to turn off my alarm, and I had the blind spot. Oh. So my day started with that. I can now see, but I have the worst headache. Imaginable, and I got to go through three hours of this. Of this. You might have a bigger headache by the end of this show. And I drove in probably not in a condition I should be yeah, driving because I couldn't see. Probably got flipped off on the way in. I, I didn't see yeah. it. So yeah. here we go. Well, that's good to know. We got that's a driver, how my day started. We got a driver on the road who can't see where he's driving. That's always safe. He's here. Yeah. Well, we'll take care of your uh, paper problem a little bit later. Well, okay, Vic, here's the other question. Yeah. On this show, five people. How many people are here on time if they can't see when they wake up in the morning? You're the only one. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I was going to say you'd have been here. Yeah. Jesse's 75%. Sure. Marty, still trying to impress, relatively yeah. new. Mm-hmm. He's a flip of a coin. There's a 0% chance HW would have hey, been Hey, give me HW would have had, like, a hospital room somewhere. He's off for the entire week. Yeah. And he's he would have had an EKG by now. Yes. Like, it would have been some sort of an issue. Can you imagine, like, Keith, if he had that issue? Oh. He'd... He's, He's gone until July. Clinic. <laughs> well, do you want a pat on the back? What, what, what are we yeah, going for here? I do. That thanks for nice. showing up to work. <laughs> yeah, thanks for showing up to work, James. We'll see if you guys say that at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Appreciate that. Anyhow, that's the start to my day, so yeah. here we go. Guys, Um, I forgot his first name because I kept calling him uh, Chuck Otani. That's the name that Kyle placed. Um, Soche Otani, is that his first name? Sh- Shohei Otani? I prefer Otani. Otani. Chuck is fine. Dude, what a show he put on in BP at Coors Field. Really? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, hitting him out of the park? High, deep, 
I mean, just gargantuan shots. How many people are in the building for D, for BP anymore? There's like, a lot. Yes, you know, there were many more Angels fans than I ever suspected. I never thought I'd see that many Angels fans. Who's an Angels fan? I, that's what I said. I, at the ballpark yesterday, they were everywhere. In fact, we made them do something fun. We had some fish, some pickled herring. And if we saw an Angels fan wearing a trout jersey, we um, forced them to eat trout. Pickled herring. And it was actually pickled herring. <laughs> That's disgusting. And they all did. I did watch the Periscope, and I was, they I was all, cringing. They, they all ate it. I've had pickled herring. It's disgusting. It's not something any human being should ever eat. Well, for entry into Coors Field to watch their precious Mike Trout, they ate it. Pretty creative. Yeah. Is this for Let's Talk Sports? Yes. It's going to be a heck of an episode. No idea why. I mean, if somebody came up to me and said, you got to eat something to get into a ballpark, I'd say, get the hell out of my way. Yeah. Like, no, I bought the ticket. Exactly. But thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for the offer. <laughs> so you've now worked security for predators looking for catfish. Yeah, it's fish And you've theme. worked security for Rockies yeah. looking for Speaking trout of supporters. Yeah. Do you guys know why Game 7 isn't tonight? Uh, there must be some concert of some sort. JT. Oh, he takes precedence. Now, does he make up for it by sticking around and singing the anthem tomorrow night? Oh, you figure he will. So Timberlake bumped the NHL. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Time for big news right now. What headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. Who do you think among us overuses the uh, Trevor Story pun more often than anyone? H.W. I was waiting to this very moment. I was hoping you would read your sheet. How often does he use the story pun during the course of a Rockies evening? Every time Trevor Story does anything, good or bad. So I'll read the uh, rundown here. Rocks beat the Angels, and Trevor is writing a new story. (laughs) Base hit to left. Throw to the play. What a storybook finish for the Rockies. <laughs> I was trying so hard to make Toyota talk last night, Vic. I had my phone out ready to take a photo of the TV when they put it up there. They never put it up you there. You need something to do. Get, it, get into another softball league, would you? <laughs> Meanwhile, the skip is uh, thrilled with John Gray's performance. His third straight start. He's only given up one run in three starts. Last night, he was on. It was better as the game went on. Uh, first inning, a little shaky. Uh, didn't really have a feel for the for the breaking ball or the fastball command. Uh, again, he's worked on it uh, through the last uh, couple weeks. Uh, he needs that pitch. Yeah, it's a big part of his arsenal. You know, the fastball slider is, I think, his best stuff. You know, he pitched. Yeah, again, I thought he gained confidence as the game went on. Uh, they stressed him, obviously, in the first. They stressed him in the seventh, but he made pitches. We got ourselves a Western Conference Finals in the NBA playoffs. The Rockies finish off the Jazz. CP3 was solid. Got the last eight. It's O'Neal. Shot clock at two. Call the dance. Fires. Good. 37 for Paul. Chris Paul finished with 41 points, 10 assists, 7 rebounds. Zero turnovers. How's that for a stat line out of your point guard? Meanwhile, the the Warriors move on. It's going to be Golden State and Houston in the WCF. Warriors take care of the Pelicans with this. Ball knocked down by Draymond. Picked up by Thompson. Two on one to Curry. Left side three. Got it! Alvin Gentry calls his third timeout. 
in three minutes and 24 seconds of the third. Pretty good line out of Curry as well. 28 points, 7 rebounds, 8 assists, and near triple-double for Steph Curry. So just as we expected, just as we said all along, it would be a Golden State-Houston Western Conference Final. Color me shocked. Nobody should be shocked. To be honest, you said it best. If you had asked, if you had polled most NBA fans back in, in September, who's your Final Four in the NBA? Most people would have said, Golden State-Houston in the West... Boston, Cleveland in the East. Hell, anybody could have wrote it in July. You did. You get credit, you get credit for that. True. Well, and Vic, when Manchester was gone, we got in that debate about who has a better playoff format, NBA or NHL. Yeah. Uh, I'll pull up Manchester. I was right. The NHL's playoff format, much better. These second round series in the NBA were a joke. Well, only because they were lopsided. But now it's going to get fun. Now, you know, this could be the NBA final. The when Western they resume Conference. in two weeks, what was your suggested alternative format? No, no, no playoffs at all. Just, Advanced no, he got grumpy because I said the NHL playoff format was better. It they is. All, they both play seven game series. Like how's the the formats are the same. No, well, no he does it differently. They don't play one versus eight. So Washington oh and Pittsburgh God. met in the second round as opposed in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, which if you're in Pittsburgh right now, you're going, well, that was dumb. We well, had to play them. That's that's Washington did was, two years in a row. Exactly. It should have been Golden State, Houston. This round should have been New Orleans, Utah. Both those. Oh, good. Been so great. the Western Conference Finals then would be dog. Blank. Yeah. I'd rather have two good series now than one good series later. When oh, we come Lord. back, our piping hot Dude. takes and uh, Jesse, make no. I want to go last today because I'm going to give the um, microphone to somebody else. In fact, when you hear these these two go back and forth, it's going to make me and uh, Manchester's argument seem harmless. Surely, Trust me. surely you picked apart this debate with Will while I was out. No, he told me I was right by the end of it. I actually agreed with him, and I'll tell you why. Um. Jeez. Our piping hot takes coming up. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Somebody didn't get a paper. You probably heard that mortgage rates are rising and many economic indicators are pointing to rates going up even further. If you're thinking about pulling cash out of your home to consolidate debt, invest in the stock market, purchase a rental property, or even buy the Bitcoin dip, you should call now before rates go any higher. Make the cash call at 855-875-CASH while mortgage rates are still at such low levels and use the equity in your home to meet your financial goals. Cash Call Mortgage can refinance your loan at a low interest rate and a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-875-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-875-CASH. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Corp, DBA Cash Call Mortgage, 1 City Boulevard, Orange, California, 92868, NMLS, 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Thanks, 811, for helping me plant my new garden. I couldn't have installed the new fence without you. Thanks, 811. The service is free and easy. Within three business days, locators will mark your property for underground utilities so you can dig safely. Visit Colorado811.org for more information. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. 
Ever look around and realize that you don't have enough mud on you? <laughs> Maybe that means you're not playing hard enough. Mudapalooza 12, the 12th annual co-ed mud volleyball tournament is coming. Hosted by North Glen Parks Recreation and Cultural Services and Natural Brochures. June 16th, register before June 11th. It's going to be so much fun. And hey, only $325 includes t-shirts and proceeds of the beer sales will benefit a precious child. You have to be 18 or older. NorthGlen.org slash Mudapalooza. And get ready to get a little dirty. Or a lot. Do you have glaucoma or high eye pressure? Are your daily eye drops interrupting your life? Local doctors are conducting a clinical research study of an investigational dropless therapy and are in need of participants. You must have glaucoma or high eye pressure in both eyes, be at least 18 years old, and have not had surgery for your glaucoma. Qualified participants will receive study medication at no cost. You will receive regular study-related eye exams by an eye doctor throughout the study. No insurance is needed, and compensation is available. For more information and to see if you qualify, please call 1-866-MY-EYES or visit eyecarestudy.com. That's 1-866-MY-EYES or E-Y-E-C-A-R-E study.com. Limited space is available. Call or visit today. Visit eyecarestudy.com or call 1-866-MY-EYES today. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. What will you do with your $5,000 bonus. First Transit is hiring full-time drivers. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Starting pay is $15.38 an hour. $15.38 an hour paid training and a $5,000 hiring bonus for drivers. Benefits after 30 days. No experience required. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. What will you do with your $5,000 hiring bonus? Go to work for First Transit. Apply today in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. The Altitude 950 traffic update. An accident clearing up the right lane of eastbound C470 right around Quebec has now stopped traffic all the way back to Broadway, costing you some time this morning. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. Another slow spot is southbound 225 where you're dealing with heavy traffic and stop-and-go traffic. I lift to I-25. We all got to where we are through hard work and a little help. Open a world of opportunity for a child or elder dreaming of a better tomorrow at Unbound.org. I'm Chris McGlough. Laughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. We're with uh, National uh, Public Radio, NPR. Okay. And uh, you guys Angels fans? Mike Trout? Yeah. Mike Trout. So yeah. in honor of uh, Mike Trout, have some Trout. Oh, man. <laughs> Just one, yeah, is so that trout? Is? No, I didn't make this for my nose. This is Trout. Come on. Come on. A little bit of Trout. You got it. You got it. Yes! Put it down. How bad is that? There you go. It wasn't bad at all. It's not that bad. See, I did it. Hey, now, and now the big reveal. Hold on. Now the big reveal. What you ate was not trout. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't taste like trout. You ate human flesh. No, no, no. (laughs) I would have believed it. Yeah. (laughs) What if it was? I think you'd get arrested for that, right? I think you're right. Well, we live in in the land of Alfred Packer, don't we? True. Yeah. 
It was actually uh, pickled herring. I, I thought some. I thought that was something that old people ate. I, I don't even know what pickled herring is. Have you ever had it before? No, but I put some of it in my mouth and almost died. I have not had it in probably thirty to thirty-five years. My grandfather used to have it every year at Thanksgiving, and it why? was like that thing on the table. Why? Everybody's like, "What in the hell is?" Why this? would you eat it? I don't. It's like a Swedish thing. And I, we, you know, I think he had some Swedish blood in it's him. It's the most disgusting thing that's ever entered my mouth. We, he would have his bowl of pickled herring and then oyster corn. Now, now I'm confused. And nobody else ate it yeah. other than him. But my poor grandmother had to prepare this yeah. every year. Uh, Matthew on the text line says, I was there for BP last night watching it from section 303 right under the uh, rooftop sign. Otani hit a few seats away from me, barely missing getting on the party deck, easily 500 plus. It was an insane hitting show. Guys, I put it up there with Barry Bonds. When I used to watch Barry Bonds do BP at Coors, it was a spectacle before the spectacle. It was better than the game itself. Otani has this... He's got the same Ichiro-type swing, you know, right. the Japanese mm. players use, where you sort of slide into the ball. Yeah. You know, it's not the prototypical, you know, get down on it. It's it's a slide swing, and he just mashes. Man, that was fun to watch. Uh, let's see. Manchester, are you suffering from PCS after yesterday's show, Man Up? What is PCS? I don't know. Listen, I'm here, dude. And I drove in, 40-minute drive, and couldn't see. So I don't think man up is the uh, proper description for me. Uh, rate this migraine. Top of your spine, bottom of your skull? I don't know what that uh, means it's, either. It's up in my, it's like temple. Uh, this one's 7505. Chester's description of his migraine is how I feel when he talks about the Rockies. Hey, I may I, I may be proven wrong about the Rockies. Um, me. Me. Well, they've won six in a row. Man. I know. Hey, <laughs> listen, I hope I'm wrong. Is there any text about you or me on that text Not line? Not yet. Okay. Well, we had a theory during the break, but because after I came back from the Derby, I decided, mm-hmm. you know, it might be time to stay off the sauce for a while. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why you have the migraine. Well, my body is going, look, no food yeah. and now no booze. Yeah. What What are you doing? You're going full vegan. That's one thing. Yeah. Your body's like, okay, this yeah. this creep is creeping me out. Yeah. And I, now you let out no no vino at it, all? It woke right. him up this morning screaming at you. How many, what are we talking, 72, 96 hours? I haven't had drink? a drink since Saturday evening at Churchill Downs. What's next, steak? no coffee? No, I mean, I'm not a total yeah. lunatic. You going to stick just to water? <laughs> this, I think that might be it. All right. Uh, remember there, Jesse, I want to go last today in our uh, piping hot takes, but let's kick things off with some heat. I am the greatest because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's HW's Hot Take. All right, I will just ask rhetorical questions since you guys don't listen no, to I'm, me. No, I'm ready to reply today. Okay. Uh, do you remember 420 and how grumpy Vic was that day because the, the weed people were taking over the city? Yes, I do remember that. The devil's lettuce. Yes, As I Vic recall. likes to call it. Does that fall on April 20th? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it didn't get much better that day for you, Vic. John Gray goes out, gets shelled, six run runs. Rockies lose to the Cubs 16-5. to Since all the weed was smoked, 
Guess how many earned runs John Gray has given up? I mean, we're talking a span of like 19 days. Three. Vic? How many runs he's given up in three starts? Since 420. One. One. Yeah. I said that, I think, in my open. I wasn't listening. I wasn't listening. Yeah. One earned run <laughs> in his last three starts for the yeah. Gray Wolf. He goes six against the Padres. He goes seven against the Cubs. He goes seven last night against the Angels. Listen, we tossed around the word ace in this city a little too much, especially uh, when it comes to Rockies pitchers. Actually, once, I've never tossed it around once. Uh, I bet you did a Channel 4 sportscast where you called Ubaldo Jimenez that. That was probably 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, he still holds a grudge. Regardless. His butler told him that you said it. We are so (laughs) quick to want to anoint the next ace in Denver, Colorado all the time. Who's the next ace? Ever since Mike Hampton and Denny Nagel, we've been searching for an ace. Now, listen, I'm not going to tell you that what John Gray did last night made him an ace. But he is trending in the right direction. His command of his off-speed pitches is incredible. Another eight strikeouts last night. For the Grey Wolf and a 4-2 Rockies win. We'll talk about it in July, Manchester's favorite month. <laughs> but for now, John Gray trending toward becoming an ace for the Colorado Rockies. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Fellas, I think we put too much emphasis on winning. And before you think I'm all field day, let me get a little more specific. I think we put too much emphasis on winning championships in team sports. And this isn't an anti-HW rant, although it kind of ties into it. But if you're Roger Federer, uh, you're Serena Williams, you're Tiger Woods, you're Jack Nicholas, like, okay, your championships, that's what matters. It's a, it's an individual sport. Yeah. In team sports, there are so many other factors that go into it. I think the, the constant need to knock people because they haven't reached the highest level is silly. We've seen it in the last two nights. Two nights ago, it was this big deal. Washington Capitals exercised their demons. They got past Pittsburgh. Really, they had to get that win so Alex Ovechkin is considered some sort of great player. And last night, it was the Chris Paul nonsense. The whole story is now he's got this off his shoulders. He's gotten to a Western Conference final. Which is funny. That never even came to mind while I was watching that game. Chris Paul is a phenomenal player. He proved it again last night. At no point in his career, at no point, was there a single team in the NBA who would have said, nah, we're good. We don't need him. We don't want him on our roster. Like, to me, that's a much better gauge of greatness than whether or not he was the third best player on a team down in Miami like Chris Bosh and coattailed his way to rings. It's just silly. Charles Barkley falls into this category. Um, Dan Marino falls into this category. It just goes on and on and on. And I get it. The whole point of playing sports is to win a title. But in every sport other than the NFL, 29 out of 30 teams don't every year. And in the NFL, it's 31 out of 32. It's silly to continually badger guys or label guys or besmirch guys because they haven't won championships. In a team sport, there's so many variables. I don't think that's the way we should gauge their greatness. Next hot take. It's Vic's hot take. Guys, tell me if this sounds familiar, and you're going to hear from two guys going at it here momentarily. Dwayne Casey, the head coach of the Toronto Raptors, for now, in his seven years in Toronto, listen to what he's done. Four division titles for the Raptors, five playoff appearances. They've won 50-plus games this season and last season. They've done it three years in a row, and they'd never done it before he got there. They've won more than they ever have under Dwayne Casey. And yet they get bounced from the playoffs, swept 
by LeBron James and the Cavs. It's deemed a disappointment. People in Toronto are talking about possibly firing Dwayne Casey. Well, this got to the crew at uh, TNT last night, and Shaq and Barkley went back and forth about what to do with the Raptors. Listen to how heated their debate gets here. And it has everything to do with why Dwayne Casey benched his star player, DeMar DeRozan, in Game 2, the fourth quarter. If you watched Game 2, DeRozan did not play in the fourth. He went with the backups. And Shaq says that's unacceptable. Barkley had another viewpoint. They're going to go at it. Listen. Listen, that, that, listen if your best player, you bench your best player. He, Why was he benched? Uh, he, it, well, he, that's not the point. That's the point. You don't disrespect your best player. Listen. If you don't have a great relationship with your best player, you're never going to win. That's not true. Uh, he did not. That's win. not true. He did not, well, you, you, in that's your opinion. True. No, just because you say something, it's just That's not true. Me, no, it's not true. Me and Pat Roddy never saw eye to eye, and what happened to my man win. So it's not true what no, you're saying. Well, you it's not true what you're saying. It's not true. I'm just letting you know what you did. What's the man on that team? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I was a role player. You're right. But you know what? That's my point. That's my point. Said, I'm saying with your best player. You don't know what you're talking no, about I'm when it comes to championship. I'm just no. telling you something. Stop baby. Why you care what you that championship? No matter how much you scream you loud, listen, that does not listen, make you right. Listen. You're wrong in the city. You can and I tell you, you're the wicked. You're a baby. Stop no, babying no, these players. No, baby, no play. He don't play. Uh, no, he don't play. He got to sit his ass down. Period. He got to repair. He ain't got to repair nothing. He got to stop babying your players. You got baby. That's why you ain't win. He got to. I didn't have Dwayne. I didn't have Dwayne Wade and Kobe Bryant carry me up and down the court. So why you? Oh, you, you, because I got three finals MVP, because, Chuck. Because you, you, Google because me, Chuck. Chuck. Everybody Google me, Chuck. You see that? Everybody Google me. You're a great player. You don't that know what you're talking about when it comes, Chuck. No, he got to repair that. He got to step up and play. They all didn't have other players carrying play up and down the court. You can yell as much as you want. I got three finals MVP, Chuck. You are a great player. Thank you. But you wouldn't have got if you didn't have Kobe in the way. I will say, I will say. I will say, Wow. That was awesome. That makes me and Manchester going at it sound tame. I wonder if they chucked their headphones at commercial. Oh, I'm sure they did. <laughs> that got a little personal there. Very, very. That was, that's when you start to worry about it crossing the line. Well, we'll come back and when we do return, my, I'll tell you who I side with there in that debate. And it's not necessarily what they're arguing. It's who they are. Okay. Love to get your thoughts on that. Shaq and Barkley going toe-to-toe on something as benign as Dwayne Casey and DeMar DeRozan's relationship. They both have valid points, though. I Very think it's, much a, so. it's an interesting conversation. Very much so. That's why I think it's a combination of both. Yeah. The right answer. Yeah. More on that. Plus, a little bit later, our Power 5 question of the day. You'll like it today. We also have uh, Rockies pitching coach Steve Foster coming up at 930. ESPN's Dave McMenamin. That's so funny. I drew the arrows for you. That was what we flip flopped when you were out in the hall and said this means nothing to me. Okay, so do you really? I mean, look, he's got a couple arrows on a piece of it. He put one on each side. Yeah, but why doesn't he do this? This is how you do it. You You can't miss that. You do this right there. That's what. That's what you do. You you cross that out and you put nine. Okay. I I think I never side with HW. He's right on this. You know, man, you can't even see. You got a migraine. You got the Vic Lombardi show. We're back after this. I didn't have Dwayne, I didn't have Dwayne Wade and Kobe Bryant carry me up and down the court. Hot Takes has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. 
Altitude 950 wants to send you to see Hall & Oates May 10th at the Pepsi Center. Keep it on Altitude 950 all day to qualify. You could be watching this show from the Altitude 950 suite at the Pepsi Center with our very own Vic Lombardi. But don't worry, we promise you won't sing or dance. Hall and & Oates and Sarah and Vic. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Courtesy of Altitude 950. Jen Owe here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now is the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We're here to help you. This is your Legal Minute. Today we're talking about talking on the cell phone. If the driver who just rear-ended you or T-boned you or ran a red light was talking on the cell phone and if they were distracted, that is something that you can use and should use legitimately in your claim for injuries, damages, and losses. The insurance company for the at-fault party does not want to hear their driver drove through a red light, not even seeing the red light, completely distracted by their cell phone, completely preoccupied. Some of these drivers drive 100, 200, 300 feet. They don't even know where they're going. You can use this and you should use this. This is enhances your claim the more you know bell and pollock champions of the people.com will help you for your bell and pollock legal game plan visit champions of the people.com you know breaks plus are the break experts come experience the plus from routine scheduled maintenance computerized alignments to shocks and struts we do it all Get your vehicle road trip ready. Mention this ad for $20 off brake pads or shoes. Plus, we offer a free shuttle to work or home. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Service you can trust at a price you can afford. America comes to Brakes Plus. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401k. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. It's time to bring breakfast back at the Delectable Egg. Start your day with an amazing omelet, a delicious skillet, some pancakes, or how about some eggs? There's a lot of places to get eggs, but only one locally owned and with so many delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily. The Delectable Egg. So get cracking. The Delectable Egg at five metro locations, including Lodo, Downtown, DTC, Lowry, and Westminster. Ask about catering and hatch some great deals with a Delectable Egg rewards program at DelectableEgg.com. 
The Milwaukee Brewers will be spending a long weekend in Colorado, May 10th through the 13th, and the Rockies don't plan to be pleasant hosts, even if it is Mother's Day weekend. You know your mom would love Rockies tickets. So go to Rockies.com slash tickets today to see the Rockies take it to the Brewers. Drug safety starts with you. Disposing your unused or expired medications is easy. Learn more at TakeMedsBack.org. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A delay this morning on C470 where there's a right lane crash right around Quebec. It's stopped traffic all the way back to Lucent. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Do expect slower speeds southbound 225, I-Lift to I-25. Northbound I-25 is stop and go between Broadway and 23rd. You can't change the whole world, but you can change the world for a child in poverty. Choose your child now at Compassion.com slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. We are so quick to want to anoint the next ace in Denver, Colorado all the time. Who's the next ace? Ever since Mike Hampton and Danny Nagel, we've been searching for an ace. Now listen, I'm not going to tell you that what John Gray did last night made him an ace. But he is trending in the right direction. His command of his off-speed pitches is incredible. Another eight strikeouts last night for the Gray Wolf in a 4-2 Rockies win. We'll talk about it in July, Manchester's favorite month. <laughs> but for now, John Gray trending toward becoming an ace for the Colorado Rockies. So I made a mistake yesterday in the clubhouse. You guys, during the pregame, you go through the clubhouse and you try to interview guys, right? Yeah. Whoever's available at their locker. And I completely forgot that John Gray was a starting pitcher that night. In hockey, you stay away from the starting goalie on game day. In baseball, you stay away from the starting pitcher on game day. Oh, gosh. All right, I know you wouldn't like delicate that. Whatever. Geniuses. I knew you wouldn't like that. So, Can you guys stay away from me before the show? The point is... <laughs> we try to. <laughs> the point is, that is the protocol in the locker room, okay, in the clubhouse. And so I see John Gray. He's sort of huddled in his locker cubby there, and I'm like, what is he? I'm going to go up to him and see if he wants to do a quick interview. I go up to him. He's got his headphones on. You can see he's really focused. He's intense. He's looking at a piece of paper, and I'm like, well, what's he playing crosswords? What's he doing uh, Manchester's jumble? What's that thing Jumble called? and or yeah. Sudoku? Maybe he's doing something the like jumble. that. Jumble <laughs> sounds like a fun one. I have no idea. Well, he was sitting there going through the Angels lineup as I looked over his shoulder, and he goes, oh, no, I, I don't talk on game day. And it, nobody talks on game day if you're a starting pitcher. So in the middle of his intensely focused lineup analysis time, I'm bothering the guy, but clearly it didn't bother him too much because he had a hell of a performance last night. I see first inning, though, Vic. You could have been taking responsibility this no. morning. Does the starting catcher talk on game day? Yes. He has to know the lineup. It's, this is a baseball thing, though, dude. It's stupid. Okay, but it's just a, in hockey, it's a hockey thing. Goaltenders. That's stupid. Okay. I'm just telling you what it is. I'm not agreeing. I agree with you. Does the quarterback listen? Does the quarterback talk leading not, up to his start? Not on game day. Nobody does. Not on game day. Nobody does. Yeah. He you, wouldn't be. He wouldn't be excluded if I'm just everybody else. What did. Ha- I'm telling you how it works. I know, but that's dumb. Quick, I'm just telling you it's dumb. Quick side note: Guess who talked on game day to Mark Mosier? Andrew Hammond. Yes, the Hamburglar before Game Five. He talked on game day. I think that worked out just fine for Andrew Hammond before Game Five. In, in hockey, they'll talk between intermissions. You know, right. while you should be in the locker room, maybe strategizing, they're talking. I, I just, find that interesting. It's so, I mean, when you're behind the scenes in between 
quarters or in between periods or before games, there is so much downtime. They're goofing around. They're do- it, this is just, oh, I got to be in my zone for, for the entire day before I go on the mound. Oh, I forgot and to break. tell you what, I forgot to tell you what else happened. Yeah, like geniuses. This, I conveniently forgot about this and we'll get back into this Barkley and Shaq stuff. Jesse, I want to play back some of the uh, hardcore back and forth between those two momentarily. Back when the, the Avs and Preds were going at it, before game three of that series, Vic walks in to the Avs locker room, all happy-go-lucky with my microphone in hand. You, Vic? Third, yes. Third person? Oh, yes. Okay. Sure there's a third person reference. Okay. Okay. Third person, Vic. The reason why I'm talking about Vic in a third person is because of what he did. And he, he walks right in, waltzes into the Avs locker room, goes straight to an interview subject. What did I do, Will? What did I do that you're not supposed to do in the Avs locker room? Oh, just oh. stepped on the logo. There. I trampled the A. Oh no, trampled it. Yeah, it was before Game Four. Jesse, did you see it? Yeah, was you it three or four? It was the game they lost. So yeah. it was Game Four. Hey, can you? And that's why I didn't bring it up until now. Jesse, can you please give a just a brief account of what it looked like and the reaction on people's faces when Vic walks in, strolls in, forgets the protocol? <laughs> I think there was a couple of people that tried to grab you first of all, but yes. but then you you hear the like that's yeah like, like somebody was dying. <laughs> so okay. so so part of me just just to pull a little Manchester. Part of me was like, oh, I'm I'm so sorry. He was obviously done in error. Yeah. The other part of me wanted to stop, turn to everybody and say, grow the hell up. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If you're gonna make it like this this it's sacrilege to step on mm-hmm. the logo, fine. But it has to be 100% of the time. Why don't you just circle it off and put something around it so people don't walk through the middle of the room? Velvet rope. When when I worked for the Broncos, my beef, like they would have yeah. these events in the locker room, yeah. right? And they would rope off the logo. You yeah. can't step on the logo. Then you go in there on a game day. And it's just and everybody's all over the logo. Yeah. Everybody's all over the well, logo. They're trampling it. They're rolling tape on it. They're doing Lord only knows. It's like, well, it either is or it isn't. This sacred ground. Well, somebody actually said to me after I trampled the logo, and I, as soon as I saw what I was doing, I, I tiptoed off it and apologized profusely. But somebody said to me, how can you do that? I go, guys, I walk into the Nuggets locker room 41 times a year. There's a logo in the middle of the Nuggets locker room. We, we walk all over. Nobody, nobody has this thing in the NBA. There's no thing, right? Yeah. The superstition doesn't exist. So when it's not top of mind, you're not even thinking about that. If, if you cherish the logo that much, Again, rope it off. Exactly. Have a security guard there. I don't know. I just, it's just silly. It's just one of those things like, oh, we're going to make this sacred ground. Is it always sacred ground or just when you want it to be because it's convenient because then you can yell at people and act all high and mighty? Well, do you remember when the Beebs did that in Chicago? Beebs was dancing all over the Blackhawks logo before a concert. They were mad because he was like rehearsing in their locker room and he was like doing his moves right on top of their. Well, logo. is that the locker room they gave him to get ready for his concert? That's a, that sounds like a them problem. Exactly, it's on Bieber's problem. You're on the Biebs side on this one. One hundred percent on Biebs' side. Why would you do that? If you have something in the middle of the room and you need to cross that space to get to the other side of the room, what are you doing? Just put it up on the ceiling. Well, and if, if if you can't use the entire room to rehearse for point? your event that you've booked the building, then give me another room. I, I, again, this is one of those hockey nuances. And right now, hockey guy's steaming, right? Hockey oh, guy's yeah, listening geez. to this. He just blaming, drove off the road. He's blaming the entire series on me, right? <laughs> hockey guy's, it's all Vic's fault. Yeah. But sorry, totally. sorry, sorry, guys. It's stupid. And, and, and yes. I'll be the first to tell you, I will respect the tradition, and I do, because I immediately apologized. But if anybody's listening to me associated with the team... 
That's a stupid, stupid tradition. Well, it's not just the abs. It sounds like it's every NHL team. They all have this quirk. Yes. But this whole starting pitcher can't talk before the game and the goalie can't talk on game. Good. Mm. Let's get over ourselves. I agree. Anyway, speaking of traditions, last night you heard the back and forth between Shaq and Barkley. A quick taste, if we could, Jesse, just to relive that. So why you not well, on you, the Because I got three finals MVP, because, Chuck. Because you, you, Google me, Chuck. Google me, Chuck. You see that? Everybody know you're a great player. You don't know what you're talking about when it comes, Chuck. No, that's not. That's not. not. He got to step up and play. We all didn't have other players carrying play us up and down the court. You can yell as much as you want. I got three finals MVP. I mean, you are a great player. Thank you. But you wouldn't have got him if you didn't have Kobe in the way. I will say, I will say. I will say, argument got heated. Yeah. Um, and the source of that argument was whether or not Dwayne Casey made a mistake in benching DeMar DeRozan in the fourth quarter of game two and if he's lost his star player. Uh, Chuck says it's going to be an issue in Toronto. Casey's going to have to sit down with DeMar DeRozan and, and make good. Shaq's like, forget DeMar DeRozan. Play better. He doesn't care. And then it got personal. So which side of the fence do you fall on? Shaq. I like the rings. Wait a minute, wait a minute. No, you're not arguing about who is right here. Barkley can't make the point because he doesn't have any rings, and therefore Shaq can make the point because he doesn't exactly. have rings. That's a silly... Yeah, Shaq's whole notion there was... Barkley was the one who said Shaq got carried up and down the court by Kobe Bryant. Understood. But, that was unfair. But, but, but that was a low blow. But he said that after Shaq said, your points are invalid because you've never won Correct. a championship. Which, which is, is a stupid asinine. argument. Because here's the thing. Charles Barkley never played with a player as good as Kobe Bryant never. or Dwayne Wade. Never. Kevin Johnson was a nice player. Never. Dan Marley was a nice player. He never played with a guy. He never had a sidekick that good. Yeah. So it's a valid point on Chuck's part when Shaq makes it about rings. He, he, it's, that was just silly. He, he went to a f- NBA finals. He lost in what, six games, seven games mm-hmm. to Jordan's uh, Bulls teams, a uh, Bulls team. Like, that's just dumb. John Stockton was a great player. Carmelo was a great player. To say they're not because they lost in the finals twice to Jordan is asinine. I, they both make valid points because part of me wants to say, look, if you're not playing well, you should sit your butt on the bench. Mm-hmm. But you have to think long term. You have to think big picture here. And you ain't winning anything without your best player. You're not. So, and, and it could damage the relationship down the road. You're right. So he, he may have to go back in, in goodwill. And fix that relationship. I get that. And he's he's the boss, and I get it. And I'm trying to think, like, what would Phil Jackson have done? Or what would Chuck Daly have done? Or or what? And this ties back to what Michael Malone did in Dallas in a game in March, right? Mm-hmm. When he benched Joker and Jamal Murray for a fourth quarter. It, it eleven worked because down the stretch, both of those players played their best basketball. But what did we say at the time? You're playing with fire yeah. here. You're, you, this is a gamble. Um, I would tend to be a guy, if the game is still... Within reach, I'm going down swinging with my best player. Yeah, in a in a playoff. I, I game. agree with you. In a playoff. I, game. I mean, Fred Van Vliet's on the court and Demar Derozan's not. That's just silly. Exactly. That's just silly. That's that's where. But in terms of the Shaq versus Barkley thing, guys, if you ask me right now, who the better basketball player was? Basketball player. I'll take Barkley all day. With without a doubt. All day. Shaq again was blessed with a seven foot two body, a ridiculous. Sized man. That's what he was good at, being big. He And he was allowed to commit 40 offensive fouls a game. He was good at being big and dunking. What else was he good at? Nothing. Couldn't shoot free Any throws. Any other part of the game? What was his signature move? 
Didn't have one. Dunking. He dunked. That's it. Yeah. Is dunked. there anything else? Shaq, in my opinion, and, and I, I'm glad we got to this, might be one of the most overrated superstars in the history of the basketball game. When he was the number one player in the NBA, it was the worst era of I NBA totally basketball what in the past 50 years. What skill did he have besides being big? None. Throwing parades, winning championships. Yes. Without his, uh, without his other guys, he would throw nothing. Without D-Wade or Kobe, he'd be sitting here with the rest of us. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. I want it all. 950. I want it now. talking Broncos. Sutton, is he the starting slot receiver going into training camp? But it doesn't stop there. We're breaking down the Stanley Cup playoffs. If anybody tries to tell me, yeah, Vegas, you know, they're going to get knocked out in the West Final. What, what are you talking about? All they've done is prove everybody <laughs> wrong every stage they've been in. We've got NBA playoff talk. I don't know why anything with, with LeBron James involved, I guess we should be shocked out anymore. And, of course, the Rockies. This is where good teams really start separating themselves. Wouldn't you agree, Nate? The May, June, July window. If they continue to pitch like this, we will have an entertaining summer of baseball. Get it all on Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950. This place has everything. We're all looking for balance. We're so busy with family, with work. We forget about finding time for ourselves. If you know a busy mom who needs a retreat, Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa is an oasis where she can relax and do something good for herself. Get her a gift certificate to take a yoga class or have a five-star spa day with hot stone massage. It's a joyful way to get back into balance. For mom... Or for you, shop for gift certificates at 5wellbeing.com. Hey, guys, we all want those hearty home-style meals. You know, the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak. Don't forget dessert. But who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game? Don't have time. That's why when I'm craving a delicious home-style meal, I go to Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi for Black Eyed Pea. My go-to for home-style cooking. Made to order fresh with natural ingredients. Try Cajun Catfish right from the south for their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with homestyle gravy. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection and full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your homestyle favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned, operated with nine front range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Visit BlackIPColorado.com. That's BlackIPColorado.com for locations and the entire menu. Hey, sports fans, unless you're really rolling, there's no way possible you could afford over $100,000 of damage to your property. Hail, fire, water damage. That's why you have insurance. But nearly every insurance claim is underpaid. The C3 Group can help. They're a team of property claim experts that work to ensure insurance companies pay what they're required to pay. Property owners, HOAs, and contractors, they all trust the C3 Group to recoup damages from 100000 into the millions. You can trust the C3 Group as well. Call 303-670-2710. This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. This is your Legal Minute. Today we're talking about the very first phone call with the insurance adjuster for the at-fault party. Do you know what to do? Do you know what to say? Do you know what you should do? Do you know what you shouldn't do? You don't. You know, for that instance, in that situation, the insurance adjuster, that's an ordinary day and event for him or her. It's not an ordinary day or event for you. You need to understand your rights. You need a legal game plan. You need it laid out for you in a free initial consultation. 
at Bell & Pollock. That's what we do. That's what we can do for you. A game plan for the way the accident happened, a legal game plan for your injuries, damages, and losses to prove them. Bell & Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you. For your Bell & Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com. Denver's real estate market is booming, and you can cash in by becoming a home inspector or radon mitigation specialist. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified inspector and installer. A part-time schedule could earn you upwards of $85,000 a year. One recent grad is already making more than 700 bucks a day. The next course starts June 4th. Register by May 30th to start investing in yourself. Visit learnwiththeacademy.com to get signed up. That's learnwiththeacademy.com. Ever look around and realize that you don't have enough mud on you? <laughs> Maybe that means you're not playing hard enough. Mudapalooza 12, the 12th annual co-ed mud volleyball tournament is coming. Hosted by North Glen Parks Recreation Cultural Services and Natural Brochures. June 16th, register before June 11th. It's going to be so much fun. And hey, only $325 includes t-shirts and proceeds of the beer sales will benefit a precious child. Do you have to be 18 or older? NorthGlen.org slash Mudapalooza. And get ready to get a little dirty. Or a lot. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A report of large pieces of furniture dropped on the highway, creating a hazard southbound I-25 south of Highway 7. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. There's an accident on the ramp southbound I-25 at Spear. Southbound I-25 is slowing through that area and stop and go southbound Broadway to Hamden. Just like kids here, children across the world have big dreams for their future. Give one child the opportunity for a better tomorrow at Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Go with... Probably Para. Para? Yeah, he's yeah. got a cannon. So really? I think, I think he would throw hard. hard I mean, like, on, you, yeah. you think he hit in the 90s? Oh, yeah, he could be in the 90s for sure. With any any juice on there? Or? I think so. If you see him throw up in the outfield, I, I don't know if it will translate on the mound, but that's what I'm... That was my question last night to several Rockies players in the clubhouse. Who would be the Otani on this Rockies team? Who could pitch and hit at the same time? And two names came to mind. Three, actually. Okay. Chris Russin. He could hit? Apparently, he's the best hitter, pitcher on the team. Chris Russin, Gerardo Parra, and you guys both know the third one. That's the one that came to mind to me first. Cargo would have been my vote. No. Or Nolan. No. A guy who started as a pitcher in college and transformed to an outfielder. Chuck. Yep. Chuck Nasty. So those are the three guys. But all of them to a man, and we'll hear more of those interviews later, because I want to get into more detail about how hard it is to do what Otani's doing. All of them said it's ridiculous. The fact that this guy hits 100 miles an hour with his pitches and is able to put on a, a BP clinic as he did yesterday. Is it really? Well, it's, there's a reason it's never been done since, what? Well, Babe Ruth. There's, it's also there's a reason like, nobody does it. Well, we don't have any complete games anymore, like like they did back in, you know, Cy Young's era. Mm-hmm. Is it not just because we don't ask them to? Like every one of these guys, don't you think Pat Valeka was the star pitcher on his high school team? They were all the stars at some point in their. But this is Major League Baseball. I know, but who you you take the worst hitting pitcher in Major League Baseball, and he was probably the best hitter in his state his senior year in high school. We don't ask them to do it. If they worked on it and we asked them to do it, they're tremendous athletes. They're the kind of guys that show up and you're going to play darts at the bar and they stand there for an hour because nobody can beat them and they haven't thrown a dart in four years. It's just we need to be a little more demanding. Okay. Well, I'm just saying there's a reason historically it's never happened. 
whatever, if, it, if it's not being demanding or guys not talented enough to do both. It just drives me nuts. It's like, oh, yeah, you, these running backs, they, they can't be in on first, second, and third down. Why? Why? OJ could do, could do it. Uh, more reaction to the Barkley. Maybe not my best example. Shaq Tiff. <laughs> Uh, whatever side you fall on. And I knew that this was going to devolve into a, are you more of a Barkley guy or Shaq guy? All right. Because the arguments, they both make valid points. Okay. But in terms of the two of them, I'm, I'm a Barkley guy because I think, I don't think I know he did more with what he had. He's six, four and a half. Led the NBA in rebounds was a rebounding machine. Shot the ball from outside, inside, did what he wanted. He was six, four and a half. Shaq was a giant. Th- th- there's no excuse for Shaq not being dominant. None. Zero. So we're now holding Shaq's good luck against him. Not good luck at all. I'm just saying it's a big reason why Shaq was the player he it was. Good luck. The, he, the reason but, he had that body, that's good luck. Okay. You're Shaq. What made him millions tell, and millions tell me, and millions I, of dollars? I need you to inform me as a basketball fan. What skill? Did Shaquille O'Neal possess? He was dominant. He's maybe the best center I, of all not, time. That's not a skill. I'm going to ask what you skill? again. What, what fundamental? Best center of all time. Okay. What You're fundamental not skill? The question. Did you ever go to practice at Kent Denver and say, hey, what are we doing today? We're going to do dominant drills. We're going to turn around and dunk hard and bring down the rim. We're going to do best center of all time drills. Yeah. No, you dribbled, you shot, you passed. What skill was he give good me, at? Give me a skill that I can say Shaq, all timer. What? His low post moves. What move? What, 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 what is it? Uh, put his big butt into people like a, and like push a, them back? A power step? Right, so, like a turn and dunk? Right, so would go you, around the guy? Let me ask you this. Would you rank Shaq's low post moves against, say, Hakeem Olajuwon's? Uh, sure. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Let's see like, now. Okay, let me, let me. Hakeem Olajuwon had the greatest low post moves in the history of the game. How many rings Hakeem Olajuwon have? Two. Two. You know Shaq who had three? The, you know who had the best, maybe four. shot of all time? Completely unblockable. Kareem. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Now, he, there's again, a skill. There's a skill that he had, and it wasn't just because of his height. He developed that shot. The skyhook was he the most de- dominant exactly. shot in the history of the he game. He was a large man who developed a skill. Shaq never developed a skill. Never. Never, never got any better. If All anything, he did, if anything, he was a more skilled, skill? he was a more skilled player in Orlando before he got fat. And then as he got bigger, all he did was just go to the low guys. block That's it. and just Put his butt into people and dunk. That was his game. Uh, five four two one. This is Colin in Loveland says on the text line. If you want to text the show, it's three zero nine three three. All of you need to get off your L.A. hating smoke. Shaq was the most dominant big man in history. Just because he was big doesn't mean he wasn't extremely athletic and capable of not fouling people. He got away with forty offensive fouls a game. He's the guy who admitted he'd come to Denver and purposely foul just to get out of the game because he got too tired here. Altitude affected him. Never said he wasn't dominant. And never said he wasn't athletic. For a man that big, he was very athletic. No doubt about it. But I need a basketball skill that he showed me. Give me one. Take a guess what his career free throw percentage was. Oh, what? Sixty? Fifty? Somewhere in the fifties. Fifty-two point seven percent. Skillful. Real skill. While you're at it, look up Hakeem Olajuwon's career free throw. Okay. Because he's a seven-footer. All right, so you're saying all Shaq was good at was being big and fat. Yes. Yes. And dunking. Yes. And he did it better than every, anybody in the history of the game. Okay. Okay. Hakeem Olajuwon's game. How critical was Terrence Knighton to some of those Broncos teams? Not very. They lived without him. Do you remember what he did in the AFC title game against Tom Brady? Great. Yeah. Is he an all-time great? 
No, yeah. but I'm saying some guys are just good at that, right? So why are we holding that against them? In the NFL, there's a lot of guys who have made. Warren Sapp made a Hall of Fame career out of being big and fat. No, he didn't. Warren he Sapp had the Warren Sapp had the best first step. Yes. He and John he Randall fast. had the. He was the best in two. And I just told you, Shaq had a game. good first step going no, around. He didn't. Guys. He, he, he we asked you 17 people. times what his skill was, and you said he was dominant. You couldn't come up with one, and then you mm. went with drop step, well, even though you can't tell me. A good example of it. I, I just don't track. understand why. Because Shaq and Chuck got in a fight last night. This is now the anti-Shaq show. It's not. It just goes back to they were getting personal. And I and I side on Barkley because Shaq is hitting Barkley up saying, you never won a championship. You don't know what you're talking about. I love Barkley's retort. Well, the only reason you won is you were carried by D. D Wade and Kobe. You know and why, he's exactly right. You know why the NBA took a dip in popularity after Jordan retired? And it, it, mm-hmm. the dip was because Jordan retired. You know why it was a chasm? Because... Shaq was the star of the league, and he wasn't fun to watch. You know, there's nothing aesthetically pleasing about it. Everybody falls prey to that. Oh, Shaq's a great personality. Look at this big guy with a great personality. He must be a great player. I don't think he was ever a great player. He was a big man. Uh, Greg Oden. Hakeem shot 71.2%. First ballot Hall of Famer was never a great player. He wasn't. That's a fire take. Greg Oden, uh, this guy on the, uh, on the text line says, there are a lot of seven foot guys that couldn't get it done in the NBA. Greg Oden is one of them. And? What, what, What's your point? I, I agree. There are a lot of seven foot guys. How many six foot four and a half guys ended up being NBA MVP, leading the team in rebounding, leading the league in rebounding, like Charles Barkley did? Six four and a half. Well, I, I, I would just put it this way: if you had fifty bucks and you could go watch either guy in their prime, who are you buying a ticket to go watch? It depends what you're looking for. If everybody wants to see the splashy, let's dunk the ball as hard as we can and the goal comes down. Obviously, the kids love it. I'm not impressed by a seven foot two guy that can dunk. Me neither. It's like I've me, never been that impressed. It's like me going out and dominating my kids on the nine foot hoop in the driveway. So? He won three finals MVPs. He's a 15, 15 and I would time be the, all-star. I would be the MVP of the Bradburn neighborhood yeah. tournament. How many finals MVPs Yao Ming have? Again, Yao Ming's game was more skillful than Shaq's, believe it or not. Yao Ming could shoot. Who had a better career? No doubt Shaq did. Okay. Did, uh. No doubt. But did, when you're asking skillfulness, right? What skill did Shaquille O'Neal hone in basketball? Who what? was the second best player, uh, on those teams that Yao Ming was on? Oof. Uh, Tracy oh. McGrady? Steve so Francis? Wasn't Kobe? Tracy and, McGrady was a pretty damn good player though. And it was Steve Francis. That's great. And it wasn't Dwayne Wade. Okay. All right. You could argue Tracy McGrady in his prime that those Houston teams underachieved. You could. Tracy McGrady in the same conversation as Kobe Bryant and Dwayne no, Wade. No. Okay. But if Yao Ming had been a little better, those teams could have could have made noise in the West. Uh from the text line eight two three eight. Yao Ming and McGrady, that's a duo, man. I mean I think you're do you remember how good McGrady was? Uh Eight two three. How many rings does he have? I mean, let's just throw your argument back at you. How many's McGrady got? I think it goes back to fundamental. I mean, you see the circular logic. Yeah. The fundamental contention of the argument is HW is always saying your uh, career is made and won by rings, and I think both Manchester and I agree. It's not always about that. Not in team sports. It doesn't. It, it may verify a career, but it doesn't confirm a career. If you know what I mean. Some of the greatest players ever never won a championship. Well, it's the, the, the easiest way to shoot down this argument is who would you rather have, Jeff Hostetler or Dan Marino? And HW has to take Dan, or has to take Jeff Hostetler. By virtue of his argument. The only yes. thing that ever matters to him is rings. How many parades did Dan Marino throw? Zero. I, I so he sucked. How many nights of sleep has Dan Marino lost over that Super Bowl? A lot. Sure. Yeah. I think Dan Marino would tell you, and I wish I had a ring. I would, I would have cemented my legacy with a ring. And who gets bigger crowds at a 
celebrity golf tournament. Jeff Hostetler, Dan Marino. Dan I'll give you this. I don't know those guys personally. I can't He's tell you what, what Who's gives in the them Hall of validation. Fame? Who's in the Hall of Fame? It's I don't just, know those guys. You just can't make it this simple ar- argument about rings when there's all, there are all kinds of guys who won a ring by default, and there are a lot of great players who didn't. I'll give this texture this much, because this is a, a good text, because I asked what skill does he possess. Uh, uh, 5752 says, being that big and still having the coordination to make moves on the block is a skill. I'll give you that. I will. Because a guy's that big, some guys can't even move, right? Andre the Giant was that big. He couldn't play basketball. So I'll give him that. Being quick enough to make a move on the block at that size is a skill. Yeah. But in terms of offensive skills, shooting-wise, and all that, he had no skills. But what, what's more admirable, Andre the Giant being a wrestler or The Rock turning himself into one? Like, Andre the Giant just hit the the lottery in terms of genetics for that. Yeah. The Rock actually had to work to be big. Yeah. You're preaching to the choir here, brother. It's 802. We're going to reset the show. You got the Vic Lombardi show, Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are back at Dick's Sporting Goods Park to take on the New York Red Bulls. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Tipped up and in by Nikola Jokic. Home of the Avalanche. Post looks, post looks, out in front of the scope. He scores! Denver's all sports station, altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. And he's gone. Another strikeout. 0-2 and three pitches. The Gray Wolf with another strikeout. That's number seven. DuPont is the best player in the game. Pujols. Oh, my goodness. Big John is eighth strikeout. And this ball's lifted to left field. Playable out there for Parra. He's got it. And John Gray navigates the seventh inning safely. Not sure how closely you guys watched that game last night. Again, the Gray Wolf goes seven innings. Uh, choppy first inning, but survived it and, uh, went scoreless through seven. Which he had given up four hits, uh, 99 pitches. Why did he come out of the game? Well, because Adam Adovino is a guarantee and then you got Wade Davis as your guarantee. Oh. Although Adovino gave up a bomb. He did. He did. Like a concourse shot. He now, did. we would have been probably killing by, well, I would have been killing by Black if he didn't go with, hey, this is what you have your expensive bullpen for mm-hmm. use it. But if a guy's got a four-run lead and he's pitching a shutout, he's got a four-hitter going, mm-hmm. you stick with your starter. I, I don't disagree. Uh, but this is baseball, and you know how baseball works. As soon as Gray gets into the slightest bit of trouble, then you Adovino comes in. Yeah. So it's probably, hey, you go out for the eighth, you get one base runner, yeah. it's Adovino time, I just don't pull my starter when he's got a shutout going this, through seven. This is their this is their philosophy. This is what they've done. They they spent all their big money on their bullpen. Well, then they They're ought to stick to, to use it. their bullpen. Why did they not do it earlier in the year when they blew a game? Like, what, what do you mean? I mean, they always use their bullpen. No, they there was the this. game. What, what what was the? There was the McGee and who was the other? Your boy Oberg. Oberg. We went with those two guys and left. Adovino. Weren't they down sitting. in that game though? They were they oh, were trailing. They, they had a lead and then they blew it. It's like, I just... We can't use them every night. Well, that's... Why? Why can't you use your closer every night? I do agree with you on this. Let's say you wanted to rest your closer or Adovino because they've eaten up too many innings during the week. Last night would have been a good night to rest them. I agree with you on that. There you go. Didn't need to use them. It's a four-run lead. Gray could have got into a lot of trouble and you'd have still been fine. Well, I just think if you're going to have... Oh, we always go to our bullpen? Then always go to your bullpen. Dude, um, I had a conversation with Adovino. 
in the clubhouse yesterday. And honestly, on the day God, he might pitch. Yeah. He's wow. Yeah. I can't he's believe he well, Justin that. Upton hit one 438 <laughs> feet. Maybe I'm, I'm to blame. <laughs> it was like talking to a scientist. I was asking him about the difference between his gyro and his slider. And he started talking about spin ratio and, you know, hand movement. Oh, I, honest to God, I'm sitting there as if I'm talking to some physicist. I had no idea what he was saying. That's what baseball's become almost. These guys are going, they're going the analytic scientific route, these pitchers. I know Adovino is. Is it gone too far? And well, is it's there working a point? for him. Is there a point when it does go too far though? He knows his spin rate. He knows what every pitch does, how much it spins, where to start it, where to finish, where to, where to drop his leg when he's coming down toward home plate. It, it's amazing talking to some of these dudes. And we'll visit with, uh, pitching coach Steve Foster a little bit later because obviously he has to police all of that. The play of the game though, I thought, uh, they went to replay on it. Did you guys see Arenado score from, uh, second on that shot by Trevor Story? Barely snuck his fingers there on home plate. At first glance, it looked like he was out. It was an incredible slide. It by Nolan. looked like he was out, and the catcher blocks home plate, and Nolan stuck his fingers underneath the glove. It was that close. Now that call years ago, who knows? Probably called an out because it looked to the eye like an out. But replay helps the Rockies in that case. And I know you hate replay. I hate replay. I'd prefer it just as like it used to be. Of yep, the throw beat him. He's out. Well, think about 07 and the Matt Holiday. Can you imagine if that goes to replay? Yeah, How exactly. lame that is. I'm on I'm on Manchester's side on this one. I mean, once Holiday was called safe, he was he was safe. That was it. There was nothing the Padres could do about it. Uh, from the text line, this Shaq Barkley debate is similar to Jordan LeBron. If you go by rings, it's Jordan. If you go by better basketball player, it's LeBron. That's from Nash. Nash, I I disagree. Um. Shaq and Barkley would never regard it as the best players of their eras. And here's a great example where LeBron is blessed with this body, right? He won the genetic lottery. But look what he's doing with it. Mm -hmm. Look what he, look at the skills he possesses. I want you to go to your nearest basketball court. Cause I tried this the other night, mind you. I want you to go to your nearest basketball court and attempt that shot that he made to win, what was it? Game three. three. Attempt that shot. I want you to go full court as fast as you can down the left side with somebody in your face. Stop, turn, off the window, kiss. Try and it. And it's off the window in the far upper left. Yes, try that. Just try it. I want I want to record how many times it takes you to make that. It's almost impossible. I'll bet you out of ten times, five times you hit the side of the backboard. I tried it at the I tried it at the rec center yesterday. I didn't make one. Yeah. It's not that I'm freaking LeBron, but the point is that's not an easy shot. He has a skill. He has honed his skills. He made himself a good shooter. Made himself a good shooter. Yeah. Shaq never made himself anything but a brute. Exactly. That's what did he make himself? He didn't get better, which is my problem with his game. Like, Carl Malone came to the NBA. He couldn't shoot free throws. He turned into a great free throw shooter because he knew, hey, I'm a he big guy. I'm going to get fouled. A skill. But according to HW, Robert Ori is one of the greatest players of all time. Because he has five rings. Big shot, Bob. I mean, yeah. he I, he made shot after shot after yeah. shot in the NBA All time great. Yeah, All time great. According to HW's theory, Mike Lodish is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. That, he went to multiple Super Bowls and won two rings with the Broncos. Went to six Super Bowls, I believe. Just watch the games. Watch the... Uh, is Bill, Who's the better basketball player in your mind? This goes way back. We're not going to be able to answer this fairly. But a pure basketball player, if you're starting a game... Would you take Wilt Chamberlain or Bill Russell? Bill Russell. 
I'd take Chamberlain. Well, Bill Russell, Russell could do it at roots. both ends of the of the floor. So could Chamberlain. Mm. So could Chamberlain. Russell was the guy who could block Chamberlain shots. Chamberlain had a skill, and he would block shots. And, and nowadays, you block the shot, and it's, I'm going to show you how tough I am and put it in the seats. Bill Russell would block shots, and it would be an outlet pass to Kuzi. Okay. Let me ask you this question because we posed this to Bud Black yesterday. Best player in Major League Baseball. Bud Black gave us an answer. Who do you think he said? Best player today playing Major League Baseball. Mike Trout. Mm, it's going to be Trout, Harper, Arenado, Otani, because he can do more, multiple things. Giancarlo, did you see that home run he yeah. hit last night? He did not hesitate. Um, he, he said Mike Trout's best player in the game. Really? Yeah. Where's Nolan Arenado in that conversation? In the conversation. Yeah, you know, I don't fault Bud Black for saying Mike Trout, but I don't know. If I'm the manager of Nolan Arenado, I say, well, his name's got to be in well, there. Well, it's funny that you say that, though, because he brings up Mike Trout, and a lot of people mention Mike Trout when we, dis- when we discuss who the best player is. Am I the only one who he just sort of flies under the radar? Is it because he plays for the Angels? What is it? I mean, I I've know, seen him, I've watched him, but I when I think baseball and I think, oh, Major League Baseball, Mike Trout does not come to mind. He doesn't no, even come to mind. He doesn't come to mind in the way Bryce Harper does. Yeah. And he plays in a big market. I mean, he's in L.A., but they're the second team in L.A. They're the Clippers. Yeah. Again, you wouldn't believe how many Angels fans were at Coors last night. There were a ton. Well, when I was down at spring training, I saw more people wearing Angels gear. And we didn't go to an Angels game just around town than any other. Well, Cubs and Angels. It was those two teams than any other team. So maybe they do have fans. We just didn't think so. When we come back, our Power 5 question of the day. And if you're a dog lover, it's going to rile you up. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosher for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303 695 or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you sore from running, hiking, playing piano, heck, even adulting? If you are, join me and many others by seeing our friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Center for Spine and Orthopedics has over 115 years of combined surgical and pain management experience. They do everything from hips, elbows, shoulders and knees, all of which I've used after a 10-year career, and they have everything you need right where they are. MRIs, surgery, lab, x-rays, everything right on their premises. And that was huge for me as a parent with little time. So check out the Center for Spine and Orthopedics and their 200 Google reviews and testimonials from patients who love getting their care at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. And trust me, you will too. So give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. 
This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We're here for you, and this is your Legal Minute. You know, when you've been injured in a car crash, it's not an ordinary day or event for you. You call the insurance adjuster. They know what to say. They know what to do. Do you? Probably not. They have a script on questions they're going to ask you. They're going to ask you to sign a few forms. Should you sign the forms? Do you really know what to do? You can call us in any time and we'll explain it to you. You can have a free initial consultation with Bell and Pollock. You can go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. And there's a button that you can hit that's a 30-minute show on what you need to know before you ever make the first phone call to the insurance adjuster for the person who just creamed you. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you. For your Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Still going to be dealing with some stop-and-go traffic, including northbound I-25, Dry Creek to Colorado. Staying heavy, Santa Fe into downtown. Traffic is brought to you by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Southbound 225, stop-and-go, I lift to I-25. There's a four-car accident reported shoulder, westbound I-70 at Dahlia, and a four-car accident off to the shoulder, eastbound 6, approaching Federal. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation invites you to take steps for cures at a walk event near you. Get started at CC Take Steps. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Can you please describe to folks who don't understand the nuances of the game how hard, how amazing the accomplishment that Otani's doing right now? I mean, it's crazy because, you know, one day you have to sell your whole lineup that you're going to face, you know, when you're pitching, and then... The next day, you're in the lineup facing their pitcher and all their relievers. So he's got double the workload. You know, it's a long season. It'd be very impressive. It's impressive what he's doing now, but it'd be very impressive to keep it going throughout the years and not get worn out because it's highly stressful. That's uh, Rockies reliever Chris Russell. I asked a bunch of Rockies players yesterday, who would be the Otani of this team? Who can play both ways? And a lot of them mentioned Chris Russell. Apparently, he's got a stick. Not afraid to use it. Gets paid for throwing the ball, but he can hit the ball as well. When he's a reliever, so we never get a That's what I'm bat. saying. Yeah. I mean, I, how would we know this, right? I don't see how many career bats he has. He says he's lobbied Bud Black many times to get in the game to hit. Hasn't worked out that way. But don't be surprised if they get into one of those, you know, 15 inning affairs yeah. or whatever. He's the pinch hitter. Yeah. I, w- I would rather have Chris Russell at the plate right now yeah. than Pat Valeka. <laughs> Well, the lake is down in the minors for a quick for option. a reason. Chris oh. Russin has 22 hits and 119 career at bats. He's hitting 185. Man, that's like the lake of dreams of that right now. Well, you're the guy who says why can't they do both? That's why they can't do both. Well, he doesn't even practice it. If he practiced well, it, maybe that's the problem. Is there, there's not enough time to master both, to practice both in a masterful way. Have you ever seen what these guys do all day? Yeah, they play a lot of checkers. <laughs> In 2015, Russin went 10 for 46 for the Rockies, including a home run. Pretty nice little year. Yeah, he's got a bomb. Uh, that batting average would be like fourth on this team. <laughs> so if you had to pick a position player to pitch an inning for you on this Rockies team, I asked that question, who would it be? See if you guys can guess. Who would it be to pitch an inning? Well, your, answer was, Sandoval. your answer was Chuck. No, no. I said who could be the best two-way player. That was my first question. Oh. Who could pitch an inning? If I would say Garnado or Cargo, uh, Trevor Story. It would be Para, who I'm told hits the 90s with ease. Really? Yeah. 
Maybe that's what he's working on down in Miami. <laughs> hell, if Bob uh-huh. can do it. What the hell? Yeah, that's a fair point. 817, it's our Power 5 question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. So what Italian family would bringing a, an animal to the dinner table be acceptable. Yes. Hey, what do you want me to do? Leave him in my black Cadillac? I know. What that's like a monkey. That's a freaking monkey dog. Yeah, it's, it's a cute dog. Very cute. I'm not going to dismiss that. All right. In case you missed it, it's on Periscope. Major controversy at the uh, Mama Lombardi house. Easy ease house yesterday. Young man brought a dog to the dinner table. While we were eating, a visitor, a guest, shows up with a live animal. On his lap. And we're trying to eat. Now, you know me. I got two dogs. I don't mind dogs. I li- I'm not like Manchester. I'm a dog guy. I like dogs. I just don't want them eating with me. It's just like going out to bars and craft beer at night, you know, and they got the dogs. That I-, I don't want them with me eating. I- I'm sorry. Sorry. Doesn't make me a bad person. Little sneak peek at your most annoying things about Colorado. Doesn't make List me a tomorrow. bad guy. I'm with you on I this one. I just don't want a dog near me while I'm eating. I told you guys my dog story yesterday mm-hmm. where I had two of them defecate on my lawn uh. in a 12-second span. And the two people, when when I brought it up to them, looked at me like, are you kidding? You don't want my dog <laughs> to, to put honor this your yard? <laughs> awful-smelling slime on your grass that you spend a lot of time and money getting to look this green? You don't want this? You are the living, breathing, get off my lawn guy. You don't, you, you don't want this? You want me to walk him across this street to the open field that is full of wildlife and have him t- go to the bathroom there? there? As opposed to your you. plush lawn? So our power five question of the day in honor of the dog at the Lombardi dinner table, the worst thing someone's ever done at the dinner table. That you can remember. Family gathering, whatever it may be. Now, is this going to get gross? Hit us up. 30933 is the Altitude 950 text line. What's the worst thing you've ever witnessed at a dinner table? Spill it all. No one knows who your grandma is and she had three too many scotches and started talking politics. We got another 25 bucks on the line. 25 bucks at the Delectable Egg, locally owned five locations. They cater as well. A rewards program, the DelectableEgg.com. When I was a kid, I think the statute of limitations is run out on this. It's probably been three decades. It's been at least three decades. When I was a kid, we're sitting at the dinner table. My brother and I finish. We're having hamburgers. We go into the family room to watch TV. My mom and dad are arguing about something. This turns into my dad taking the burger and throwing it onto the ground. My mom then takes the two-liter bottle of pop, takes off the cap, puts her thumb on it, starts shaking it. What the hell's going on? spraying my dad with Dr. Pepper or whatever we had. I was like... What, what is, is what happening? Is, what is on? Full on food fight yeah. at the Maryland house and the two kids weren't involved. It was the craziest thing I've were ever seen. Were they mad ever. at each other? Yeah, oh yeah, they were arguing about something. <laughs> were they drunk? <laughs> no. It was Dr. Pepper, not champagne. It was six o'clock at night and my parents aren't really drinkers. Especially uh, then they weren't. So my, now they're luscious. <laughs> my, my good friend Todd one day, we were like 16, 17 years old. He's at my house having uh, dinner. And uh, my mom has this huge bowl of pasta, and she's approaching the dinner table with this bowl of pasta. She had just gotten her hair done because she was going to attend a wedding the next day. Todd 
had been like throwing his right hand at my brother who kept messing with him. So he'd like try to get away, get away. One of those deals. And so my mom comes to the dinner table with the pasta. He thinks it's my brother again. He motions with his right hand. The entire bowl of pasta oh. dumped on her head. On her head. On her head. <laughs> Sauce everywhere. Are we allowed to laugh at that at oh this point? Oh my god. Or is that still a sore subject? Oh, the curse words that came mm. out of her mouth. I'm sure. Uh, all I can say is, is my grandmother who has become a character on this show for her birthday check, mm-hmm. um, is infamous for falling asleep mm-hmm. at the table. But it's not just like a, not just like a doze off kind of oh, thing. It's, it's like sleep. a, it's like a deep sleep start yeah. snoring. Like, you know, we're still kind of in the middle of our dinner and she's just snoring away because happy hour started at two and it's seven 30, oh. you know, I can't wait to be that guy. <laughs> And then, you know, we'll kind of gently wake her up and just say, hey, do you want to finish? And so I wasn't sleeping. <laughs> you were not sleeping. That's me. We, we all agree. Yeah. Me at the movies, I always fall asleep. Yeah. Always. Yeah. All right. So hey, are we all in agreement, though, Regard. listen, I love dogs, but do you guys agree having a dog at the dinner table is a little over the top? Well, yeah, but if it's your house, do what you want, yeah. right? But you're going to bring your dog into my house. And have it at my dinner table when we're eating the food I made? No, we, my house, my rules. Same as my yard, right? I pay for the water. I mow it. I pay the property tax on it. It ain't your bathroom. Well, in Manchester, we still haven't been invited to lunch yet. I don't think we'd bring our dogs. All these people who show up and do inappropriate things. Yeah. And we can't get invited. Well, because you guys do inappropriate things here. Three zero nine three three is the text line. We got some coming in. John says, "My dad said pass the milk." My brother says, "Sure," and throws it across the table at him. Dad was um not impressed. I'm sure. Our producer Scott mentioned something that I've seen several times, and it grossed me out a couple times. As a matter of fact, uh, Chris Marlowe flossing his teeth at the press dinner oh. table, then finishing by blowing his nose. That's pretty gross. Ooh, this is bad. 10, 1060 says, after dinner at the grandparents, I put a good dip in, spitting into an iced tea bottle, so like a tobacco dip. Okay. Get up for a second, and my two-year-old uh, niece no, drinks the no, iced tea no, bottle. No, 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 no. I, look, if you want no. a dip, it's fine. Whatever. It's not my thing. No. But you have to be responsible with your spit cup. Yeah. You have to. That's on, that's on you. That's not on everybody else. I'm still waiting for somebody. Can somebody out there tell me if it's okay to have a dog at the dinner table? I'm just wondering it's if anybody, not. is anybody out there on, on pay? I, I know people bring their dogs everywhere. Does it, was he feeding the dog? Like giving him a little nibble? You know what's funny about that? My dad actually said, does the dog want to eat? <laughs> His dad was at least being spittable. <laughs> well, like when they give him and, and the, like the dog licks spaghetti. his fingers and then he goes back to eat. Oh, like, God. Oh. It was a cute dog, but all I was doing as I was eating, I was just looking at his face and I could, you know, he wanted to eat something. I could tell. That is just disgusting. Vic, do you want to read 0281? Cause I won't. Uh, no, I can't read that. It's pretty funny though. No, I'm not reading that. Think of the scene in Wedding yeah, Crash. I was just going to guess that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not going to go there with that one. This one happened with, uh, grandma and uncle at the table. So for a $25 gift certificate grandma at the delectable egg. <laughs> Craziest thing that's ever happened at the uh, dinner table or lunch or breakfast, whatever it may be. Um, so what was the end game with this guy and his dog? Like, cause I, I saw you went and talked to Easy on the Periscope. Well, Easy was um, beside himself. He had to leave. He had to exit the uh, building. Do you think this gentleman is going to watch the Periscope? Oh, he's probably listening to the show. Okay. Well, I made it known to him when I walked in. This is unacceptable. And I did it in a, what the hell are you doing? What, what are you doing? You realize that these were two old time Italian people here. 
and they're the, the dinner table is like church to them, right? This is yeah. a religious experience. Yeah. This is like you don't mess with this. Dude, that's so rude. It really is rude. And, and you said earlier, and I know you were being facetious that I don't like dogs. I have no problem with dogs. Yeah. I don't like dog people. And this is a reason I don't like dog people because they're just so. Uh, well, I like right. my dog here, yeah, so why don't you, you should too. Exactly. Why don't you? you you're exactly right. We yeah. and Colin on the text line or on the Twitter feed said it best. People have completely lost perspective when it comes to dogs. They, they're blinded by this. Public places, public settings. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't want to give away too much from my most annoying things in Colorado, but that's that's going to be one of the ten. It, it, it's get, sure. it's getting stupid now. It's getting foolish. If you want your yard to be green and yellow polka dot, fine. I don't. If you, I also don't like when I'm on the running trail and it's clearly, hey, you have your dog on a leash, mm-hmm. but that applies to everybody, but you and your dog, because yeah. I want him running out in front of me and it's coming and sniffing my leg and chasing me and all that crap. Oh, dude, that's, that's another problem. When you're on any trail and you, let's say you're riding a bike. Yeah. And the leashless dog all of a sudden starts right. I mean, what am I supposed to do? Well, what, and if you what, hit what him, you would be the bad yeah, guy. Yeah, what, what am I supposed to do at that point? Drives me up a wall. Uh, this will drive you up a wall. Eddie says he stayed over at a friend's house and ate breakfast. The people let the dogs lick the plates clean. No, oh. no, I'm out. I'm out. You wouldn't be my friend. What this, if you put it in the dishwasher okay, afterwards? I'm but, out. This is why I don't eat food that people bring into the office. Because how do I know they don't lick the mixers before they make cookie dough? How do I know? Isn't that a little paranoid? No. This person lets their dog lick the plates clean. Well, this was Eddie's friend. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen some of the people around here? You don't think they do that? <laughs> what if I mean, I agree it's gross, but like if the plate's going in the dishwasher anyways, like think about every time you eat a fork at a public place. That's been in some other dude's mouth. Eric on the text line says, Thanks I, for ruining that. I'm Eric, now taking plastic to restaurants. Eric <laughs> says, I own a CrossFit gym. I got yelled at by members for not allowing dogs in the gym. Eric, you tell them, folks at the Vic Lombardi show totally agree with you. You don't bring your damn dog to the gym. What the hell are you no, doing, no, Eric? What are you doing? What if it's a comfort puppy? You don't bring a dog to the gym. No, no. Everybody, the dog's welcome. He just has to have a membership. <laughs> <laughs> Double down, right, Eric. You have to pay me. That's a great point, Eric. You want to make some more cash? No problem. <laughs> Come on in. Come on in, hundred fifty bucks a month. Maggie, Maggie says no dogs at the table when it's dinner time. All the dogs get locked outside. It's gross to be sitting there eating and have a dog mm. jumping up and sniffing around my food. Yeah, and their bad breath and their mouth that was just in their butt. Gross. Let's have a little cooth in this country. Let's bring it back. Do you think? I don't know what that word means. Do you think when Julie eats, she puts her cat in the like kitty chair? <laughs> <laughs> You got the Vic Lombardi show up next, David McMiniman. Is that how you pronounce the name? I always butcher it. Well, Dave Dave McMiniman. McMiniman. ESPN. Covers the Cavs. We'll talk some NBA hoops next. Altitude 950 wants to send you to see Hall & Oates May 10th at the Pepsi Center. Keep it on Altitude 950 all day to qualify. You could be watching this show from the Altitude 950 suite at the Pepsi Center with our very own Vic Lombardi. But don't worry. We promise you won't sing or dance. Hall & Oates and Sarah and Vic. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
courtesy of Altitude 950. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American Financing gives them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey there, Denver. It's Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50. And now is the time to talk with your kids about the dangers of alcohol, marijuana, and other drugs, including the misuse of prescription drugs. Start the conversation and let your kids know that you want what's best for their future. Find conversation starters, tips, and other resources at speaknowcolorado.org. Now is the time to talk. Visit speaknowcolorado.org to learn more. Hey, sports fans, unless you're really rolling, there's no way possible you could afford over $100,000 of damage to your property. Hail, fire, water damage. That's why you have insurance. But nearly every insurance claim is underpaid. The C3 Group can help. They're a team of property claim experts that work to ensure insurance companies pay what they're required to pay. Property owners, HOAs, and contractors, they all trust the C3 Group to recoup damages from 100000 into the millions. You can trust the C3 Group as well. Call 303-670-2710. What will you do with your $5,000 bonus? First Transit is hiring full-time drivers. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Starting pay is fifteen thirty-eight an hour. Fifteen thirty-eight an hour paid training and a $5,000 hiring bonus for drivers. Benefits after 30 days. No experience required. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. What will you do with your $5,000 hiring bonus? Go to work for First Transit. Apply today in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. It's time to bring breakfast back at the Delectable Egg. Start your day with an amazing omelet, a delicious skillet, some pancakes, or how about some eggs? There's a lot of places to get eggs, but only one locally owned and with so many delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily. The Delectable Egg. So get cracking. The Delectable Egg at five metro locations, including Lodo, Downtown, DTC, Lowry, and Westminster. Ask about catering and hatch some great deals with the Delectable Egg Rewards Program at DelectableEgg.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Going to be dealing with slow traffic still in it. Northbound I-25, Dry Creek to Colorado, Santa Fe to 23rd. Traffic is brought to you by Positive Coaching Alliance. Still slowing southbound 225 as well. I lift to I-25 and westbound I-70. Late to recover here. It's stop and go airport to York. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Six seconds to go. Here comes LeBron. We're tied at 103. LeBron into the forecourt. In on Ananobi. Gets shoved toward the side. Banks it up. Oh, he gets it again. LeBron James gets it high off the window and drops it through. The LeBron James legend continues. 
as LeBron James has won game three for the Cavaliers. We will continue our dog talk momentarily. Right now we return to the NBA and the conference finals are set in the West as expected. It is indeed Golden State and Houston in the East. Check out Cleveland. Check out LeBron and company doing what they do. Let's go to the hotline and welcome in the man who covers the NBA, namely those Cleveland Cavaliers, ESPN's David McMenamin, who's been on the show several times. Dave, how you doing, bud? Hey, Vic, how are you? Very good. Thanks for sharing a few minutes. I know you got a busy schedule. First off, a lot of people I always ask this, how did you get that gig, the follow LeBron gig? <laughs> uh, it was preceded by the follow Kobe gig. Oh. And I, I think I uh, I must have done enough showing that I could, could handle that for ESPN. And then the Lakers took a downturn thanks to that left Achilles of Kobe. And uh, LeBron left Miami and... I was willing to leave the uh, sunny shores of Southern California to go cover basketball in Cleveland. So, is it a daily thing? I mean, on days off, for example, do you go to? Would you follow him around his house? How how, how intrusive <laughs> well, is there it? Are, there aren't there aren't days off. I mean, I cover I cover LeBron and the Cavs. Um, I wouldn't describe myself as an intrusive reporter. I'm <laughs> just a, uh, a thorough reporter, uh, much like you have people in Denver who cover the Nuggets. Uh, I would say if the Nuggets had a star like LeBron, uh, their their coverage would be more catered towards that. But, you know, it's kind of covering the Cavs yeah. from a national perspective. And then an international perspective, which is one of, you know, the most notable athletes in the world, LeBron. Well, the reason I ask is because I don't think any pe- many people know him as well as you do, clearly, and how he practices his habits. So I have to ask, that shot he made uh, to win game three, does he practice that shot indeed, or is that just was that luck? I, I, I talked to Kyle Korver about it, and he told me that he's seen LeBron take that very same shot after shoot rounds. I mean, along with all sorts of one-legged fadeaway, reverse, anything you can mention. And Kyle used to shake his head. And when's he going to use that in the game? Of course, he's going to use it to win a playoff game. Um, no, he, he does. I mean. You spend so much time in the gym over a 15-year NBA career. And, you know, some of it's messing around, but some of it's kind of testing the limitations of your body. Like, Steph Curry isn't making that 45-foot game winner he had against Oklahoma City Thunder a couple of years ago unless he practices that shot. Mm-hmm. I, I equate it the same way to the LeBron shot. Well, we saw it firsthand in Denver when the uh, Cavs came into town and LeBron, it was, a, it was a blowout. Nuggets battle back, make it a close game. I think it was down to two-point lead, and LeBron hits that fadeaway on the baseline where he falls out of bounds. It was sick. That was almost a precursor to what we've seen in these playoffs. The fadeaway, that's his uh, death knell now. When he hits you with that fadeaway, you can't stop him. Yeah, and you saw it, uh, the, the regular season game that stands out to me when he was had that fadeaway going. It was a 57-point game against the Washington Wizards. Back in November, the Cavs go to D.C. The Wizards were touting themselves as the best team in the East. The Cavs were on a four-game losing streak. LeBron just decimates them, and it was fadeaway jumper after fadeaway jumper, and that's what we saw in game two of the Toronto series where you know, he hit more fadeaways, or he, he tied Clay Thompson for the most fadeaways in an NBA playoff game over the last 15 years with seven. But all of LeBron's fadeaways were in the second half, so in one half of a game. He hit as many fadeaway jumpers as anyone has hit in the last 15 years. And they were from all over the court. They were over the right shoulder. They were over the left shoulder. Uh, and, you know, it, it it only sets up 
his ability then to put the ball on the floor and get to the hole, which is, you know, probably his most um, signature unguardable skill. It's curious to me, Dave, the role that now J.R. Smith plays on that team because, you know, we experienced the, the J.R. effect here in Denver, clearly, and <laughs> he was always that guy that you just never know what you got. It's interesting. It's almost as if he's the aged veteran who shows some stability when needed. He'll hit a jump shot when needed. How much has his role changed just there in Cleveland? Well, they have kind of found this niche for him in the playoffs where they want him to be their best defensive player or certainly guard the best offensive wing player from the uh, opponent. So that keeps him focused. That's the way Ty Lue describes it. If he knows exactly what is expected of him, uh, it kind of keeps him on task. And he can actually, while most players in the league generate confidence in their defense based on how their offense is going, in the playoffs, J.R. has been able to play good defense, generate confidence to flow into his offense. And, you know, it's incredible. I don't think the Cavs would be in the conference finals without J.R. He had a sinusoidal season that involved obviously the soup throwing incident was one of the you know the more embarrassing things any NBA players experienced in their career uh yet here he is uh, he was benched at one point yet here he is um ready to take on either Sixers or the Celtics and you know really you're right outside of LeBron he's probably the most consistent player of these playoffs yeah it's remarkable that you just equated defense and J.R. Smith that you mentioned him in the same <laughs> sentence because that was never Never a thing here in Denver. It's always Jr. being the three-point shooter who went off at times, but defense was never part of his regimen. How did he get? Is that LeBron's doing? How did he become a defensive player? Uh, I think it's again, it's a recognition of what the team has and what they need him to do. I think it's a maturation process. I mean, he was in Denver what years three through six of his career or thereabouts, wherever it was, and and now he's you know, in year 14 in Cleveland. So I think there's the maturation process. And, uh, you know, I I think that the cast coaching staff puts them in good positions to succeed and they emphasize it more. And, you know, obviously George Carl had some great teams there, uh, but I don't think defense was their calling card. Did you really believe uh, a month ago that you'd be sitting here saying, wow, um, just swept Toronto in the Eastern Conference Finals and probably going to face Boston, which is completely undermanned, and on the way to the NBA Finals. I, I would have never envisioned that for this Cleveland team. I, I mean, I thought they'd be in the conference finals. I thought they'd be in the finals. I didn't think they'd sweep Toronto. I thought that would be – I picked the Cavs at seven. I thought it would be a, a drag-em-out type of series, and I didn't think they'd be playing Boston either. Yeah. Uh, I'm still not so sure they're going to be playing Boston. I know really? no team in NBA history has ever come back from 3-0, but I, I think Philadelphia is a more talented team. I think they squandered – a game two where they're up 22 points. I think they squandered a game three with all sorts of errors towards the end of that. They controlled game four. Uh, you know, I think if the Sixers win game five, you could be really having a legitimate chance of, of seeing history in this series. But again, uh, you know, the, the, the garden will be rocking for game five. And now a question, Dave, we'll leave you with this, with this Dave McMenamin of uh, ESPN. Is Dave going to move his headquarters to L.A. next year? Where is LeBron? What? What? Seriously, if you were a betting man, where is he going to play next season? I don't answer that question, Vic. But that's a good try by you. Yes, I don't. I don't, I don't make bets. Um, I just report. 
so, you know, the only information I have is that LeBron's going to make his decision after the year is over. I, I, I you know, I've reported the likelihood of teams like Philadelphia and L.A. being on his list, yeah. uh, perhaps Houston having an outside shot and, and Cleveland as well. Um you know, and then you can read it, anything you want into it. Uh, the fact that OKC was eliminated in the first round, would that make the L.A. possibility with Paul George more likely? I would say yes, um, that it would have been had the Thunder make made a deep run. Uh, but all these things remain to be seen. Um, you know, uh, honestly, you know, Le- LeBron and his people that I talked to uh, to get to know what's in his head um, have been pretty – uh, keep you know keeping that close to the vest as you would imagine. Uh, all right, and, and let me ask it a different way. How concerned or how how into it is is legacy? When you hear about legacy talk, I mean, is he trying to do something like no player's ever done before? Is he is he that kind of guy, or does does he more more concerned with comfort? Uh, legacy is a huge part of what he thinks about on a, on a daily basis. You know, he wants to be known as the greatest player of all time, uh, and he wants to make sure he serves his talents in a way to set himself up to be remembered that way. And that was part of the reason why he left Miami, a team that had made four straight NBA finals, uh, to come back to Cleveland and, and play with a bunch of guys who never even been in the playoffs before. And it could be the reason why he would go to another team to try to win there, uh, not only just to add more rings, but he would be the first NBA superstar to win an NBA Finals MVP if he did it on three different franchises, uh, which would be something he'd be able to hold over the guys he's compared to in terms of saying that, yeah, well, you know what? They didn't have to go different places because he had a Hall of Fame coach in Phil Jackson. Um, It didn't work out that way for me, so I had to kind of make my own path. And my path was, um, you know, impeccable as well. Uh, Dave, you realize your chief rival in the media now is Richard Jefferson, who uh, completed a stint in Denver and is now. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, good luck with that. He's incredible. I, I know it, it, it's really tough. Until he starts writing, now he did help myself and Brian Windhorst out by doing the forward to our book, mm-hmm. but he didn't quite write it. It was more of a, I helped him write it. Uh, yeah. I do think I still have the writing um, <laughs> feather in my cap above him, but uh, he's he's great on air, uh, and I'm looking forward to see where his career goes. He's out in Cleveland, actually, or he was out in Cleveland for games three or four yep. of the Toronto series doing some TV. Oh, yeah, providing some insight as always. Hey, Dave, appreciate a few minutes, buddy. I know you got a long road ahead of you with the rest of these playoffs, but appreciate the time. Thanks, Vic. Take care. That is Dave McMenamin of ESPN, covers the Cavs and LeBron. And uh, you know what? It's a good gig when LeBron's going deep into these playoffs every year. What a great yep. gig. You're getting a uh, lot of national exposure. There are a lot of media members in Denver who uh, experienced the same thing when Peyton Manning was in town. He mentioned that. He said this is no different than having a star player mm-hmm. in whatever market and he being a focal point. He being almost, I don't want to say separate from the team, but... A reason to go in his own, in his own right. Tebow was the same way yes, for a year. Y- you go to Broncos practice for that particular player. Yeah. When Barkley played for the Suns, they didn't go to practice for the Suns. You went to practice because you wanted to hear what Barkley had to say. True definition of a star. Super star. Right? Bringing media yeah. from all over the country to town to cover your team. Doesn't matter where they're at. Cleveland, Denver, doesn't matter. They're there. Again, just go to opposing venues. When the Broncos played in San Diego... When the Broncos played anywhere else, all the Bronco jerseys when Peyton was here, those are Peyton jerseys. Well, uh, how many people were there yesterday to talk to Otani? And Trout. A lot of Trout Trout jerseys. to some extent. Yep. Yep. But 
those two guys are, are draws and Otani's a little bit of the, you know, flavor of the month. We'll see if he's got any staying power, but he was an attraction. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Morning sugar fix coming right up. Is talking Broncos. Sutton, is he the starting slot receiver going into training camp? But it doesn't stop there. We're breaking down the Stanley Cup playoffs. If anybody tries to tell me, yeah, Vegas, you know, they're going to get knocked out in the West Final. What, what are you talking about? All they've done is prove everybody wrong every stage they've been in. We've got NBA playoff talk. I don't know why anything when LeBron James involved, I guess we should be shocked out anymore. And of course, the Rockies. This is where good teams really start separating themselves. Wouldn't you agree? Nate, the May, June, July window. If they continue to pitch like this, we will have an entertaining summer of baseball. Get it all on Denver's All Sports Station, Altitude 950. This place has everything. Caring for your parents, learning you have a health condition. These are moments when people realize that where you get your medicine matters. And they look to CVS Pharmacy for advice and ways to save money. Plus, you can earn up to 50 extra bucks rewards each year just for filling prescriptions. So join us at CVS Pharmacy. Terms and conditions apply. Not valid on all prescriptions, including those purchased in Arkansas, New Jersey, or New York. Other state restrictions apply. See cvs.com slash pharmacy rewards or the pharmacy for Great coaches are leaders who fight hard for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now may be the right time for you to make a change. One that will improve your financial future. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family-owned. And here's what you're going to get from them. Competitive interest rates, one-on-one guidance, and customized loan programs. It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten your term, even save you up to $1,000 a month. And it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals, including paying off high-interest debt. I'm talking about a 10-minute call to get things started and closings in as fast as 10 days. Plus, there are never any upfront fees. So call today and let American Financing coach you into a better home loan. 303 9957000 that's 3036957000 or and MLS 182334 regulated by the Division of Real Estate Hey guys we all want those hearty home style meals you know the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak don't forget dessert but who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game don't have time that's why when I'm craving a delicious home style meal I go to Black Eyed Pea This is Vic Lombardi for Black Eyed Pea my go-to for home-style cooking, made to order fresh with natural ingredients. Try Cajun catfish right from the south for their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with home-style gravy. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection in full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your home-style favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned, operated with nine front-range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Visit BlackIPColorado.com. That's BlackIPColorado.com for locations and the entire menu. (coughs) Does your child have asthma? National Jewish Health. 
one of the leading respiratory hospitals in the nation, is conducting an asthma research study. If your child is between the ages of 5 to 17, has asthma, and takes daily asthma medications, your child may qualify to participate in this research study. Study-related asthma testing, medications, and financial compensation will be provided to qualified participants. If you would like to receive more information on this asthma research study, please call National Jewish Health today. 303-398-1470. Once again, 303-398-1470. Or visit our website at njhealth.org slash clinical trials. That's njhealth.org slash clinical trials. National Jewish Health. Science transforming life. You know Breaks Plus are the break experts. Come experience the plus. From routine scheduled maintenance to AC repair, we do it all. Keep your car cool with a free AC inspection. Plus, get $15 off an AC recharge. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Brakes Plus, service you can trust at a price you can afford. When America says give me a break, America comes to Brakes Plus. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Stop and go traffic hanging around on southbound I-225 between Iliff and I-25. Traffic is brought to you by Positive Coaching Alliance. We are still seeing delay northbound I-25, Dry Creek to Colorado, Santa Fe to 23rd. Southbound extra slow through downtown, Broadway down to Hamden as well. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. And this is fisted to shadow left. It work. 2-0 Colorado. Get it in play, right? Looks like I'm going to be raking at Coors Field on Friday. You saw what Sally brought in. Hey, you got hooked up. Did um why didn't we get invited? They want people who can rake. Have you seen me play softball? I said rake, not scoop. Rake. They want rakers. I want people um, to sit in the box and rake. You're gonna be taking BP? Yeah, a little BP for UC Health on Friday afternoon. All in charity's name, raising money for the UC Health Foundation. Woodbat? I don't know. Oh, that's a key question. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. Woodbat or aluminum bat yeah. makes all the difference. Wait, you no get idea. to take BP at Coors Field? Yeah. Well, I mean, cool. again, uh, those who saw Otani just go nuts Shall yesterday we? in BP, be prepared to see the same type of thing. Yeah. You think you can hit one out? No chance. <laughs> That's Not with a No. With an aluminum bat, maybe. 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 I no could chance. pipe one out and write. No, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. You couldn't you could not. get it to no. halfway. Yes, I could. I don't I'll, think so. I'll let you know. Was it while I hit 330 at Kennedy when, recently? When you sit at home plate there and you look at the outfield, it looks like it's eight miles away, the wall. Well, he hit a ball in slow-pitch softball. Yeah. Impressive. Maybe next year I'll get invited to uh-huh. this. <laughs> they want rakers. I'm a slap hitter. Get a few singles. Pay you a hundred and something, 113 yeah. million. Right. They'll name a burger joint for you, mm-hmm. for you out in left field. Uh, from the text line 0332, fellas, our dog hangs out near the dishwasher and licks the dirty dishes oh. when the doors open. We call it our pre-clean. It's no big deal. The dishwasher sanitizes all the dishes. And besides, the dogs have the cleanest tongues going. 
Oh, I love that one. I love that guy. Science guy. Oh, yeah, they got the cleanest tongue. They, they lick themselves clean. Let me ask <laughs> they you this. They also lick their nether regions. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this. If a restaurant did that, would the Board of Health be cool with it? Would you be cool eating that restaurant? Oh, they, they get sanitized afterward. We just have a pack of wild dogs back there licking every plate clean. <laughs> would that fly? Or would they get deducted? Who's your dishwasher? Well, we don't have one. We got a pack of freaking German shepherds. We got Dobermans back here <laughs> licking them all clean. Their mouths are cleaner than humans. Oh, yeah, great. Okay. Uh, craziest uh, dinner situation. 0459 had a freshman senior food fight in high school. Tables flipped over, cartons of milk flying in the air, lunch trays going everywhere. We never got that exotic with food fights. We we were never allowed to. Do you guys ever have a food fight in elementary no. or high school? It never no. happened. My place. Uh, buddy was eating with a fam, opened the fridge and a Costco sized ketchup falls out. Must have landed on a weak spot because it exploded like a bomb. Ketchup all over everyone at the dinner table, living room, carpet, surface of the kitchen. Um, that's from Chris. This guy says, I find it repulsive when someone brings their dog into the supermarket. Yeah. Hardware store is fine, but the supermarket? Now, why is it? Aren't, aren't people allergic to dogs? Some people are. Oh. Why is it because some people are allergic to peanuts? That we have to like quarantine sandwiches. <laughs> we can't have peanuts on a but flight. But dogs can be everywhere. Even though there are some people, I know you don't probably need an EpiPen if you get near a dog, but like, yeah. what's the deal? Well, and Vic, my buddy just texted me and said, dogs' tongues are actually really dirty. Mythbusters busted that myth one time. Yeah, so exactly. The, so the guy says it's a pre-clean. It's not a pre-clean. It's just making your plates grosser. It's, it's one of those things like somebody said and dog people loved it and they've just all repeated it and nobody has any verification of mm-hmm. it. Oh, their mouths are so clean. Mm. Yeah, right. They lick their own butt. Like, how how much logic do you have to apply to go, I'll bet that's not true. Well, I told you what you have to do to the guy who always comes by your house. There's a guy that comes by Manchester's house with his dog on a daily basis. It's like 40 of them. Okay, well, you have that one guy and, and allows his dog to do its business on Manchester's lawn and doesn't think it's a big deal because he cleans it up. Well, what you need to do is take your youngest, put him on a leash, go to his yard, and let him go. Yeah, I'll clean it up. I'll clean it. Smear it. Yeah, let him go. It's disgusting. And they have, they act And when so, I say take your youngest, I mean your youngest boy. Yeah. They act so confused and shocked that I would possibly be appalled by this. Yeah. I, I, it drives me nuts. I'm just going to start sitting out there with a pellet gun. All right. And I'm going to shoot the person. It's 855. <laughs> Sugar, please. Time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Sugar slam. Shake that. I got two dogs. I think I might take a field trip up to uh, James's house. Yeah, I think so too. I might take mine up there. Grab the Denver <laughs> Post from his uh, front porch and let the dogs do their thing. Oh, we still gotta call the Post today. We do. We do. I need to call and cancel. When are we doing that? Whenever. Nine o'clock hour after uh, Steve Foster is wide open. We will take it's care. Of ceremonial it. almost. Gotta happen. All right. Well, uh, fellow vegan James Prince yeah. Prince Fielder turning thirty four today. Wait, is this a new thing for? for- no, it's uh, it says since 2008 he's been vegan. So he wasn't vegan when he was no enormous. No, 
Because I can't imagine how that went down. No. Has well, it changed his body? Do we have a photo of him today? Remember he was on the uh, cover of the, the body issue in 2014, swinging a bat completely naked? I don't no. remember that. Well, I would highly suggest to look yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, the pinned up at home somewhere? I, no, I, I don't have that issue. I no. do not have that pinned up here. All right, the late Tony Gwynn was born on this day in 1960. Vic, you got any Tony Gwynn stories? He was the, the uh, greatest the Tony Gwynn story that changed my life. The day that uh, Tony Gwynn passed, tragically, is the day I stopped chewing tobacco. 22 years chewing tobacco, and it had that kind of impact on my life and my decision-making. So I stopped. It's been, what, four years since it. Mm, good since for you, Vic. That's That was probably a tough thing yeah. to do. Well, yeah. I mean, God. I, I read that story and I and I saw what he went through and obviously it's it's not easy. A lot of people that listen to me over the years they've had they tried. It's the hardest thing to stop. It's so hard. Uh, and you just showed me a picture of a naked man. That was <laughs> <laughs> it was the Prince Fielder body issue oh, cover. Okay. I have no idea. You just you pulled up. Well, a we photo were just of talking naked about man. it. I'm like, Vic why are pouring why? his guts out over <laughs> here? She was like, hey, check this out. Yeah, I'm talking about 22 years of an addiction and you. Th- Show a shot of a naked man. Sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't believe this when I first saw it, but in 1999, a man named Marshall McDougal on uh, Florida State went 7-for-7, seven seven, hit six consecutive home runs in that game. Florida State beat, beat Maryland 25-2. Wow. Six consecutive home runs. I looked it up several times. That's ridiculous. Six home runs. That's raking. That is raking. Get him, of course. You think he was in the zone a little bit? He was in the zone. My right. goodness. By the way, Prince Fielder's middle name is Simeon. Not a fan. <laughs> wow. Any other Prince Field effects? No, no but that's all uh, I got. HW's about to hand me a note from the corner of a piece of paper. Ah, the HW special. Oh, okay, we have somebody on hold. Should we stop the sugar fix right now? I think we should stop Let's the sugar fix. Let's get back to the sugar fix and go straight to the hotline. Let's reset the show real quick. Reset the show. You got the Vic Lombardi show on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are back at Dick's Sporting Goods Park to take on the New York Red Bulls. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Tipped up and in by Nikola Jokic. Home of the Avalanche. Post looks, post looks, out in front of the coach. He scores! Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. And Walter's got a good read. He'll get a green light. He'll score easily as Jabari kicks it over to Mike Trout, who has the better arm. One nothing Colorado. Six in a row for the Colorado Nine. Six-game win streak for the Rockies and another great performance out of Jonathan Gray. Let's go to the hotline and welcome in Rockies pitching coach Steve Foster. Steve, thanks for a few minutes this morning. Hey, good morning, Vic. How are you? Very good, thanks. Got a day game at the ballpark and a game where you're trying to uh, make it seven straight. What has been the difference? I'm looking at your team ERA, your starting pitching ERA over the course of the last two weeks, and it's like day and night from what we've seen to start the season. What has been the difference? Well, you know, these guys have, it takes a little time, you know, to get, uh, their feet under them as the season gets going. And, uh, you, the, the environment is colder generally early in the season. And, uh, you know, it's a little more difficult to pitch in. So these guys have started heating up as the weather's heated up. 
Uh, Jonathan Gray specifically, his slider seems to be working. He's got that different grip going, as Bud Black alluded to. Has that been the difference for him after his first couple starts? Yeah, there's a couple of things. I think, you know, uh, we had to work with his direction. We talk about balance, rhythm, timing, and direction. And with Jonathan, you know, he had some directional issues, and then he also had, you know, some work that he needed uh, to do with his slider grip. And just small things, they're they're natural things for pitchers, things that we work on during their sides before they go in to compete. And these are things that we just needed to continue to shore up with Jonathan. And he's a, he's a worker. He's a great soldier. He'll, he'll do what you ask him to do, which makes him, you know, uh, an even more valuable asset because John has got great tools, great talent, but he's also a moldable guy and a teachable guy, and that's what makes him special. Steve, you mentioned he's a worker. I'm in the clubhouse yesterday uh, around 3.30 after you guys took the team photos and and there's Jonathan he's got a small piece of paper in front of him he's listening to music and he's he's going through the the uh, Los Angeles lineup and writing things w- what's he doing in that instance it, obviously that well, piece of paper may be in his pocket yeah. but what's he doing well you know uh, we have a saying around here with our pitchers preparation prevents panic and i believe that uh the more prepared a guy can be going into a start uh knowing what guys do in certain counts um, you know what? How many times they take the first pitch? Uh, those are things that that help a pitcher prepare going into the battle, and those are things that we encourage all five of our young guys uh, to do uh, during the day of their start. Um, today's start is Tyler Anderson's turn. He's two and zero with a three seven eight ERA. What what has Tyler done differently to become a better pitcher this season? Well, he stayed healthy. I mean, uh, he had the one scare down in Miami where he got a little lightheaded and felt some things in his body that we had to, you know, cut his start down short. But uh, when he's healthy, Tyler Anderson, I mean, he's got as good a feel for plus and minus pitching as anyone in the game. I mean, he can he can set you up for soft. He can get you thinking soft and go hard. He can go in and out. So he's got a really tremendous feel for pitching. He's a student of the game. And uh, when he's on, he's tough to beat. So we look for him to go out there and give him give us a chance to win today. Chatting with uh, Rockies pitching coach Steve Foster, day game for the Rocks and Angels. Hey, uh, you you probably got a chance to see Otani uh, during BP. I'm not sure where you are during their BP session, but he put on a show. Oh my goodness! Here's a guy who hits a hundred on the mound, and he was putting stuff in the the third deck at Coors Field. Did you see him do that? No, you know, Vic, I don't spend a lot of time watching their batting practice because I've already watched so much video of all of their hitters going into a series. But uh, there's great respect for many of the guys on their team. Uh, This is a tremendous offensive team with uh, veteran thinking, and they they can certainly beat you quickly. And as they showed last night, you know, we're up four to nothing, and they pop one out. But Otani has a great – uh, great power, great tools, speed, great arm. I mean, he's a five-tool guy that also pitches. So we have great respect for him, and uh, we have a plan, hopefully, that will work to get him out if he's in there today. Why haven't more players in the history of Major League Baseball, and I get it, this is the best of the best, but why haven't we seen this before, a guy who can do both? Well, it's a very difficult thing to do. I mean, preparation is difficult enough uh, just doing one. Uh, it's difficult to uh, be able to prepare to go against, you know, as good athletes that you're facing in a lineup 
uh, as a pitcher while also training and prep preparing to uh, to get three, four at-bats in a game. I mean, it's, it's a hard thing to do, and not many. It's almost like the two-sport athlete. How, how come there's not many of those left? Because it's a hard thing to do, and very few can do it and are gifted enough and can hold the focus for both, you know, whether it's sports or being able to pitch and play out in the field. It's hard to do. We were commenting on last night's uh, performance by all your pitchers and how, you know, Jonathan's rolling through seven, and then you go to – Auto, automatic, Ottavino, who gave up that uh, home run, and then of course you close it out with Wade Davis. Is, is is that just a system now that you know you spent your money on the bullpen? Is Bud going to go with that move every time? What if, what if Jonathan's just dealing? Was there ever a mention, a notion of leaving him in the game for that eighth? Well, I think Buddy has shown uh, you know some tendencies here uh, for people that are you know following it closely and seeing what we're doing. I think you know not many teams in baseball are allowing their starters to even go seven innings. I mean, mm-hmm. it's almost gotten to where it's broken up into pieces. So uh, I think a lot the same way as Buddy. I mean, it's more the old-school thinking. If a guy's hot, leave him in. And uh, last night, you know, John had gone up to 99 pitches after the seventh, um, and we've had several of those seven-inning starts uh, recently. So he's shown the knack and the tendency to stick with his starter longer than most, and I think that it's an uh, an attribute uh, that that not many have in today's game. So I, I like being a part of Buddy's staff and seeing what the way he handles uh, the pitching staff. The hard part is keeping everybody sharp in the bullpen. I mean, we've got a couple of guys down there that have 10, 11 days off without pitching, mm. so we're having to try to uh, find ways to keep those guys sharp. Also. Last one, Steve. So a quality start, by definition, uh, if correct me if I'm wrong, six innings, uh, three runs or fewer, correct? That's correct. Okay, so you've had now, uh, the streak is at seven scoreless, seven games of quality starts, the longest streak in franchise history. No, it's nine, I'm sorry. Nine consecutive quality starts by Rockies pitchers. We've never seen that before. That's amazing. That's credit to you and the coaching staff and those pitchers themselves. Keep it up. Vic, thanks so much. I mean, we just, we're going to continue to narrow the focus. Think pitch to pitch, not game, not inning. Uh, not even the out, but focus on the small pitch, narrowing the focus to widen the perspective, and that's what we're going to continue doing, and I, and I hope that we can uh, continue this role. It's been fun. Steve, thanks for a few minutes this uh, morning. We'll talk at the ballpark. Thank you. See all you right. out the yard. That is uh, Steve Foster, Rockies pitching coach, and again, the numbers say it all. Nine consecutive quality starts, and you hear what a quality start is, six innings, three or fewer runs. That's basically your pitchers saying, yeah, we're, we're going to give you a chance. We're going to give you a chance to win this game. Yeah, and that's a franchise record. So, I mean, they ha- this is unprecedented. We're in uncharted waters here. E- even that 2007 season, when they rolled in the second half, they had never done that. And they owned quality starts that year. Yeah. So quality starts with the bullpen that they spent money on mm-hmm. gives them a chance to win every game. If they hit the ball at all, hit it at all. Yeah. They should be very, very good. But he answered your question because you had you brought it up earlier. Why, why didn't they just stick with John Gray? And he said, "Buddy, heck, Buddy does that more than most major league managers today. Buddy goes with his gut more than most. Most of them just they parse out innings for starters anymore. Nobody goes seven innings. It's very right. rare. Yeah, but the, just because he doesn't most doesn't specifically answer why he didn't do it last night. Let's get back to our sugar fix as we had to step all over Marty O. For our guest, Marty, we deeply apologize. That's okay. 
I'm sure Steve will write me a uh, apology note yeah. at some point. Like somebody stealing your newspaper. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. They think it's right. stolen. It's there every night when I get home. All right. Uh, this day in 1980, the movie Friday the 13th is released. Ironically, it was not on a Friday the 13th. It was on a uh, Friday the 9th. There was a Friday the 13th in June. You think they could have waited one more month? I have to admit to you guys, I used to have a weird, freaky Friday the 13th fear. And then yeah. it went away. It lasted maybe for a year. Now I don't care anymore. That movie scared the bejesus out of me, but it came out in 1980? 1980. I'm talking I was... about the date itself. I'm oh. saying when there was a Friday and the oh. 13th, I sort of like, oh, I got gotcha. you. Did something happen? You want to talk about no, it? No, I don't know. I just got freaky about it for a while. How did it go away? I don't know. I just did. I grew up. I became an adult. I ah. was six years old when that came out. Why was I watching it? What were my parents doing? They were Maybe spraying busy. Dr. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. Spraying <laughs> soft drinks. What are we doing in this house? All right, this day in 1962, a laser beam is successfully bounced off the moon. Wow. Play on your audience. Uh, that so is how about that one? Fascinating. That's a huge day. But where did it bounce to? Oh, it bounced. <laughs> it bounced, baby. It bounced back to Earth. What, what do you mean? That is so cool. It bounced off the moon. What, is, like what does this mean? Reflective. Actually, uh, when the laser bounced off the moon, it gave scientists an open view into what the moon matter was made of. It was cheese. Yeah, rock. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, a bunch of rock. Dust. You know those, you know those little laser beams people use now in, in FAA? Like a laser pointer? Yeah. The FAA, if you find someone doing that from the ground at an airplane, you can get arrested. Yeah. It's a major As offense. You should. Those things are strong, man. Crazy. I mean, like crazy strong. They probably. sell those in Europe like that's candy, by Pro- the way. Probably something that we can thank NASA yeah. for. Mm-hmm. Uh, this day in 1992, the final episode of Golden Girls airs. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, so we won't talk about the actual episode, but were you guys Golden Girls fans? Can you name the actresses on Golden Girls? Estelle Getty. I cannot. Betty White. Yeah, I know Betty. Rue McClanahan and B. Arthur. That's something. Mm-hmm. What's funny is that the oldest on set was actually the youngest in real life. Estelle Getty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see, there was, uh, Dorothy. I don't remember all the other characters. Dude, you, you had a hell of a, hell of a time when you were a kid. Must have been partying hard Fun watching show. Golden watching Girls. Watching Friday the 13th yeah. and then having a nightcap of Golden Girls. They would offset it. Like, okay, now we'll watch the Golden Girls before you try and go to sleep. Hey, hey James, you wanna go party? Nah! Another B- episode of Golden Girls. B. Arthur was Blanche. Hey, James, we're going to Thirsty's. You wanna go? Nah, I got Golden Girls and Fantasy <laughs> Islands coming up that, uh, I'm good. Fantasy Island was Stella's a up to. quality show. Were you ever the kid, you guys, when you were homesick, and maybe this is after your time, but I would so sneak in an episode of Jerry Springer, because it was just such good, like for a nine-year-old, Jerry Springer was just like a special, special treat. Make it sound like this is a major, what do you mean sneak in Jerry Springer? Do you really think a nine-year-old should be watching Jerry Springer? I did worse at nine years old than Jerry Springer. If that's the worst thing you did at nine years old, my goodness, get out of your You were uncovering dead bodies at nine. I was was watching Jerry Springer (laughs) down low. Look out! A nine-year-old watching Jerry. I the was, world's coming to well, an end. It's like I slept with my cousin. You're like I kind lived, of, you know, I lived Jerry Springer at nine years old. <laughs> I had to stay in 2007. Jared Saltalamakia makes his major league debut. He became the uh, player with the longest last name in major league baseball history, with 15 characters. Something that hits a little close to home. Yeah, I only have 11 characters. Yeah. So yours are. Unpronounceable. Mine are just yeah. a bunch of it's like slamming yeah. the keyboard and seeing what happens. See what comes. At least up. you have a chance with Saltalamakia. Saltalamakia. Mm-hmm. Where's Saltalamakia now? I don't know, but he was 22 in 2007. Oh. So there you go. Uh, this day in 2006, you guys remember Delman Young? Yeah, 
He was suspended 50 games for throwing his bat at an umpire in a minor league game. Oh, that always works. Yeah. So that, uh, that got him in a little, little hot water. Delman Young. No, we're kind of out of context. Maybe, maybe he was in the right. <laughs> Again, that's that. That's that that pitch was a little outside. That's that Golden Girls education for you. That is so PQ. Maybe he was in the right. <laughs> Are you saying there's not a situation where that's appropriate? Ever? <laughs> Come on. You deserve that bat right to the chest. <laughs> All right, and that's it for me, fellas. Uh, Marty, what did you uh, leave on the cutting room floor? Uh, this day in 1914, Woodrow Wilson lobbied to Congress that the second Sunday of every May shall be Mother's Day. So just a friendly reminder that Mother's Day oh, is coming up. That's his Sunday. Yep. Yeah. Maybe. What do you think? Like, do I have to buy my wife something? You know what I thought we'd do? Um, just do what I did last year. Just, we'll call her and get her on the show for a couple minutes. That qualifies. That's nice. The like, boys are old enough. They sh- they need to take charge of this. I'll get my mom something because yeah. it's Mother's Day. Yeah. The degenerates need to to get involved. Yeah. It's about that time. Yeah, wake up. She's a, and she's going to be in Oklahoma for it. What am I to oh, do? You're good, dude. You're good. You're fine. Actually, I already took care of it. Did you really? Yep. Delivers today. Come God, on, I'm on the ball. I'm not. In between yelling at people's dogs. And throwing bats at umpires. <laughs> yeah, give my wife this hat. <laughs> that would be nice. It would be really nice. Sleeve of uh, Pro V1s. Might go that direction. She'll when we come it. back, uh this is, I don't think it's ever happened. It's never been done on live radio. We know about Manchester's issues with his newspaper. I'm a newspaper guy. I always will be. I always have a newspaper in my hand, no matter where I go. The end of an era for James Manchester Merrillet. He is going to close his subscription to the Denver Post live on the air when we come back. No, we're kind of out of context. Maybe maybe he was in the right. (laughs) (laughs) This has been your morning sugar fix. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. You probably heard that mortgage rates are rising, and many economic indicators are pointing to rates going up even further. If you're thinking about pulling cash out of your home to consolidate debt, invest in the stock market, purchase a rental property, or even buy the Bitcoin dip, you should call now before rates go any higher. Make the cash call at 855-875-CASH while mortgage rates are still at such low levels, and use the equity in your home to meet your financial goals. Cash Call Mortgage can refinance your loan at a low interest rate and a flat fee of just $995, and we'll pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-875-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-875-CASH. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Corp, DBA, Cash Call Mortgage, One City Boulevard, Orange, California, 92868, NMLS, 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. It's time to bring breakfast back at the Delectable Egg. Start your day with an amazing omelet, a delicious skillet, some pancakes, or how about some eggs? There's a lot of places to get eggs, but only one locally owned and with so many delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily. The Delectable Egg. So get cracking. The Delectable Egg at five metro locations, including Lodo, Downtown, DTC, Lowry, and Westminster. Ask about catering and hatch some great deals with the Delectable Egg Rewards Program at DelectableEgg.com. 
As a Coloradan, we've got a lot of love for our football, hockey, baseball, basketball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans cheering local teams and buying from local businesses. Hey, guys, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at Colorado Family-Owned American Financing. If you're going to borrow money for a new home loan, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary-based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre-approval letter, which will help make your home offer more attractive. They can access any loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best service and fastest closings plus you get one-on-one attention while being guided through options resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals and i'd call that a big win and you will too so when you're ready to experience the journey toward home ownership choose american financing they have your best interests in mind and there are never any upfront fees call 303-695-7000 or go online at americanfinancing.net nmls 182334 regulated by the division of real estate. Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Thanks 811 for helping me plant my new garden. I couldn't have installed the new fence without you. Thanks 811. Our new swing set is really being enjoyed. Thanks 811. The service is free and easy and within three business days locators will mark your property for underground utilities so you can dig safely. Underground utility lines such as water, electric, natural gas, and cable TV are everywhere. Having them marked before you dig can prevent injuries or potential fines. Make it really easy. Download the free 811 app. The app allows you to enter your address, select the work you'll be doing, and submit your locate request in one quick and easy step. Click or call 811 before you dig and visit colorado811.org for more information. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I believe this is the last time we'll do this. Welcome to Caller Notes, your emergency hall and notes helpline. To hear one on one, please press one. No. To hear it go, please press two. No. To hear Manita, please press three. No. To hear privatize, please press four. Yes. You know how this works. You hear your daily Hall of Notes, you get a chance to qualify for tickets tomorrow night. May 10th at Pepsi Center, Hall of Notes Live from the Altitude 950 Suite. I'll be there. A bunch of other folks from the station will be there. It's a pair of tickets to watch H&O Live. Third caller qualifies. What time will we announce the winner today? Five o'clock with Crackman and Harris. You're going to find out who you're going to this show with. And by the way, did you decide what you're doing with your other ticket? No. Can Marty go? Marty wants to go to Hall and Oates with you. No, he's a Dave Matthews guy. Can I go? You know the answer to that. You're not. I got a, a little. You got to respect Hall and Oates to to go to this concert. You got to respect respect the artist. Manchester's got an idea. Yeah. I got a little behind the scenes on what uh, food and drink is going to be in the suite. I think you're going to enjoy. Really? Mm-hmm. How do you know this? Man, I'm plugged in. Wow. He reads his email. Are you, are you catering? No, but yeah. it's uh it's a, like a salad side dish that I can't pronounce and oh. it's I think you're gonna really like it. So this is a fully catered suite for this concert. Now it says the concert starts at seven. Help me out, because I'm not a concert guy. It says it starts at seven. It really doesn't start at seven, no. does it? H and O won't be on until nine. 
So who's who's before them? I don't know. I don't know who they're like writing actors. Comic or something? I don't know. I have no idea. Is there a guest speaker? For instance, when I went to Bobby Brown, it mm-hmm. opened with Canine Posse. Okay. And then Levert played, and then Bobby Brown came out probably nine-ish. They don't even list who the opening act is for this. On the ticket or yeah. like in general? On the ticket. Got to be something online, right? No, like I don't this know. tour. Because I'm not going to be there right at seven. Just so you know, we, we've got the Earl Boykins golf tournament tomorrow, and I'm I'm doing the the presentation afterwards. So, and that's way down at Castle Rock. Yeah. Okay. Just so you know, I'm not going to be there right at seven. So I think that's okay. Tell H and O to chill for a while. Yeah. Well, what about if we, we get some sort of meet and greet? You're not going to be there for that? I'll be there after well, that proceeding down Castle Rock. Whenever that ends. It's Hall and Oates and Train. And then there's special guest Candace Springs. So right, she so must be two, the opener. There's two acts before Hall and Oates? I would guess Train is first. Now they have a new song that's out that is Hall and Oates with Train. So I'm sure they'll perform that together. Yeah. But my guess is Bottom that during Hall and Oates and Train comes back. I don't out. have to be there right at seven. Is, is, I'm trying to get that across. Cause I'm not going to be there right at seven. That's fine. Okay. All right. Let's get back to business here. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Special thanks to uh, Rockies pitching coach Steve Foster for joining us. ESPN's Dave McMenamin. Uh, we opened the show with a, um, Another report from Manchester and his inability to get his paper delivered on time. He has come without his paper now three days this week, and he's not happy. What, what's happened? Tell us what's happening. Uh, three straight mornings. Yeah. I've walked outside. I've opened the front door. Uh, I've gone to get the paper. I've searched. There is no paper. Three straight evenings I've come home, and said paper is sitting on my patio. So it is arriving too late for me to have any use of it. So... You can't turn to page 4B as I can reading this headline. No Canada, Paxton, no hits, the Jays. Uh, yeah, I can't. No ability. You can't see the first page, the headline, Helping Youths to Thrive. That's manager Bud Black bringing soothing voice to the Rockies starting rotation. Is the jumble and the Sudoku at the end of sports today, or is it in the entertainment section? Life uh, and arts. I think it's in the arts. I threw it away. You could have given that to I me. I throw that. I throw all that stuff away. Done that during your you interviews. Act, I mean, you waste your time with that. Yeah, it keeps my brain fresh. Why? Why? Is Maybe it'll that? help you see better. I've always yeah. had an issue. Do you guys agree? Should the outdoors and and all that stuff should that be in sports? No, no. I don't need the fishing report. I've always wondered about that. I, you know, I can go. I can go both ways on it. But whatever. You don't have your paper, and now you're going to do something about I'm it. I'm canceling. Okay, so we're three days do in a row. Let's three strikes it. and you're out. Let's do it. Let's see. Here's how we cancel a paper if you're going to do it. I, I don't agree with this maneuver, by the way. Um, I'm going to hold on to my subscription until the day I die because I'm a paper guy. I'm going to support local journalism. You are anti-journalism. For you, I'm, news doesn't no, matter. I'm pro-journalism, but I think if everyone canceled, they would have to change something. Continuing to pay for a subpar product is not good. Not good. If you go to a, a restaurant and your waiter is terrible mm-hmm. and you tip that waiter mightily, yeah. he's not going to learn his lesson. Yeah. So you're saying this is a lesson. Send a message. You're guy. sending a message to That's the right. post. You're sending a message to Alden Capital, who's making all that money. Oh, there's Richard Jefferson on the ESPN. Have you called Richard Jefferson? I shot him a text. I didn't get a who dis. No, nothing. Okay. nothing. All right, we call, let's text. call. Let's call the Never Post. Here we go. You, you handle this now. This Strong is your effort. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want me to call him live on ESPN right now? Call him right now. You can text him. Say, hey, I see you on ESPN. They bigger than Vic. Welcome to the Denver Post, publisher of the Denver Post and Sunday Select.
What's the Sunday Select? Which of these can I help you? Denver Post. I'm... What's going on? I still didn't get that. If you're having any kind of problem with getting the paper or the condition of the paper, just press 1. If you want to temporarily stop... Okay. Delivery problem. I'm not sure if you got the paper. If you did, press 1. If not, press 2. So, are you missing the paper just for today? No. Okay, then. Are you missing the paper just for yesterday? No. In that case, let me transfer you to an agent who can help you with that. Thank you. It can get ugly now. Uh, Thank you for calling customer service. All agents are currently assisting other customers. Please stay on the line, and your call will be answered in the order you in which you received. You can't even unsubscribe, dude. Your, your call will I mean, be answered. This is going to be a loop. We'll be. This will go through the entire they next commercial break. They're going to put you Let's on hold down for as so long we, as they can. Yeah. Jesse and Marty will keep an eye Ridiculous. on it. Ridiculous. Right? See? See how hard it is to unsubscribe? Yep. I, I mean, it's absurd. It's absurd. Three days in a row, and they're, they're going to have some sort of... Well, it's guaranteed by 6:30. Why don't 630. we just call? Let's call Alden Capital directly. Ooh, that would be fun. Call the Alden Capital offices in New York City. Well, if we don't get some satisfaction uh, by 9:35, that's what we'll do. Are we still on hold? Am I just? Yeah. We'd be listening to the music if we were still. I mean, how ridiculous is that? That's how many. Either they don't have anybody actually manning the phones, or they have so many complaints today. I have to sit in this queue. Uh, I got a new passport faster than I canceled my paper. Will on the text line says, you guys have an outdoor and fishing show on your sports station every Saturday. Why would the paper be any different? Good point. It's fair. Very fair. I'm just wondering if you consider it sport. That's all. Is it sport? Is fishing sports? Paul Klee would say yes. It's not in my book, but I don't begrudge anyone who enjoys fishing. I don't um, have the patience for fishing. Uh, by the way, somebody disagrees with your Golden Girls assessment. Um, Adam in Westminster says Rose was Betty White Rose. and Blanche was Rue McClanahan. That's what I said. I said, no, 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 no. That backwards. No, no. Blanche was B. Arthur is what I said. Maybe I got that wrong. We still on hold? Hell, I don't know. How many people knew the four actresses? Dude, we can't, we can't just sit here on hold waiting for you to... How about, do you know the spinoff that Richard Mulligan starred in? Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Empty Nest. I don't know. I do remember that show, yeah. actually. Okay. Right. Had the little shirt chick on it. Sneaky Hot. What was her name? <laughs> Are you guys speaking English? Yeah. Uh, turns <laughs> out, guys, Tom Brady has caught a lot of heat for that ridiculous outfit he wore to the Met Gala. And... Today, he admits that it was indeed his wife, Giselle, who chose the suit. If you haven't seen it yet, it looks like he's a member of a mariachi band. Christy McNichol. That was Remember her. If, if Giselle chose your suit, though, don't you just roll with it? Dude, I mean, it's Giselle. He yeah. looked ridiculous. I didn't choose my suit for the Kentucky Derby. He looked ridiculous. Again, wearing a turtleneck black crew sweater underneath a black... A uh, gold-plated suit. He looked like somebody at Casa Bonita. I thought he looked fine. His hair was what was weird. I thought his face was weird. Yeah, he looked odd. He looks like a Bond villain. The Can you suit the phone number on the account, please. Uh, see, I can't give you my phone number over the air. Sorry, say that again. Can yeah, you just look it up to, by name? Yeah, we're just going to have to. Uh, do you have it under Manchester? I don't know what account you're looking for. What's your address? 
Okay, I'm sorry. We're going to have to call back later. Either. Yeah, that's. Uh, I told you guys these problems would come up, and you just looked at me like a tree full of owls. Why don't you give your address over the air? Yeah, be great. Actually, just you know, we could text. Call Evan Mathis. Evan Mathis and get it. <laughs> Remember that day you gave like the first seven digits of my phone number? I was not real thrilled. I did. Yeah. I did recall giving your credit card out. Yeah, you give it out my credit card and phone number. Yeah, nobody bothered you. You're fine. That was not bad, actually. We sat on hold for five minutes. That wasn't terrible. That poor woman was very confused. Well, I'm sure she was. Nobody was there, and then all of a sudden it was just me yelling, can I give you my name? And then I was potted down, and then Vic was yelling, is it under Manchester? She was utterly confused. Uh, Nash says Vic just went full HW in his pronunciation of gala. Gala? I like gala. I think it's a gala. I'm it's a gala. Vic on that one. It's a gala. Let's look it up. I think it can go either way. Tomato, uh, tomato kind of deal. Says, Although hey, whoever says tomato, the Vic Lombardi show, your home of dogs, golden girls, newspapers, and sports <laughs> in that order. <laughs> it's May 9th, dude. Yeah. Tell you what, when we come back, we're gonna go deep into sports, some serious stats and numbers. Might even talk about the right tackle. How did Bradley Chubb fall to five? You got the Vic Lombardi show. Altitude 950 wants to send you to see Hall & Oaks May 10th at the Pepsi Center. Keep it on Altitude 950 all day to qualify. You could be watching this show from the Altitude 950 suite at the Pepsi Center with our very own Vic Lombardi. But don't worry, we promise he won't sing or dance. Hall and & Oates and Sarah and Vic. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Courtesy of Altitude 950. Hey, sports fans, Vic Lombardi here. You know me by now. I like to remain active. I like to do my things, ride my bike, play golf, play hoops. Well, recently I've had trouble doing those things. And you're told, oh, the only solution is surgery or some sort of prescription. No, and that's not the case. I went to downtown Denver and visited Downtown's Healthcare, founded by Dr. Gary Rodenmacher, who's with us right now. Doctor, you've had this place going since 1997, and it's very unique. Why? Yeah, it's unique because we we offer uh, physical and regenerative medicine. So we basically, we took the best of the best. We took chiropractic, natural health care, added it with medical, and what we found is we get much better results, faster results, uh, we've been doing that for about 10 years now. So for my case, it was lower back issues. And every two or three months, they'd come back, lower back, lower back. And you can put Band-Aids on them. You made sure that these pains go away. Absolutely. We're very thorough. We do a very thorough consultation evaluation. Um, it's very patient-specific. So basically, once we find out what's going on, our team of providers will get together, and they'll put a game plan together for someone to get not only just get them pain-free, but to fix the underlying problem so that the person is more stable going forward and not having recurrences in their condition. One thing I noticed about your office, it's like a big team format. You go from one place to the next. You're getting stretched. You're doing the uh, uh, the massage and then you have the injections, and then you're going, of course, to the chiropractor. You get a little bit of everything, don't you? You know, we take a team approach in the office, and we are very mission-driven to help people get off of drugs and avoid unnecessary surgeries. And so um, it's a mission where our intent is to get people off the meds, avoid the surgeries. And so you are seeing a lot of people, but it's a team approach. You made a good point. Invest in your body. Invest in yourself. You know, I want to exercise. I want to be me. And I found out the only way to be me is to make sure my body is ready to be me. Downtown's Healthcare. Downtown'sHealthcare.com. There's an S in there. Downtown'sHealthcare.com. Check it out. 
Mile High Jewelers has an amazing selection in custom-made rings, chains, watches, nameplates, bracelets, and pendants. Shop with the leaders in custom jewelry. Mile High Jewelers. If you can dream it, this Colorado-based company can make it. They also specialize in jewelry and watch repair. And Mile High Jewelers is where your hometown professional athletes shop. Find them in three convenient locations. In the Highlands across from Mile High Stadium, Aurora Mall, and Citadel Mall in Colorado Springs. Follow them on Instagram at Mile High Jewelers and MileHighJewelers.com. You know Brakes Plus are the brake experts. Come experience the plus. From oil changes to computerized alignments, we do it all. Did you hit a pothole recently? Come in for a free alignment check. Mention this ad and get a computerized alignment for only $60. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Brakes Plus, service you can trust at a price you can afford. When America says give me a break, America comes to Brakes Plus. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Here come the Rockies. The Milwaukee Brewers will be spending a long weekend in Colorado, May 10th through the 13th, and the Rockies don't plan to be pleasant hosts. They may be brewers that call Miller Park home. This may be Coors Field, and indeed, Miller Coors is actually a real thing. But these two beer cities will not be clinking mugs on this occasion, even if it is Mother's Day weekend. And speaking of, your mom told us she would love tickets to this series. So visit Rockies.com slash tickets today to see Nolan, Charlie, Trevor, DJ, and the Rockies take it to the Brewers, May 10th through the 13th. Next time your child's due for the shots, distract them with silly cooing and smiling. When you seem happy, your child will pick up on those positive vibes. Respect the facts, protect your child, immunize. Brought to you by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment and the Colorado Broadcasters Association. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Nick Lombardi showed day game for the Rockies as they try to make it seven straight. Playing some good ball right now. Coming up a little bit later, we'll uh, recap that tiff between Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal, which led to another argument. But right now, we go spanning the globe. There's a lot going on in the sports world. Let's span the globe. All right, guys, we'll start in the NBA last night where the Rockets polish off the Jazz. Did you guys see what Chris Paul did? This was ridiculous. Paul crosses over, raises up for another shot. It's up three, and he banked it in. Chris Paul just banked in the three. Another one, his eighth in a row. That is something else, folks. Again, a point guard last night went 41 points, 10 assists, 7 rebounds, 0 Turnovers. That's a point guard and his line. Ridiculous. That's so good. How do you lose with that number? But now his greatness has been validated, right? 
That's the nonsense we're hearing. See, at the end of the game when he was shaking hands with uh, Donovan Mitchell, and uh, just you could sense the respect, the mutual respect between the two. He calls Donovan Mitchell his little brother, uh, adopted him to work out with him in the offseason. Donovan Mitchell, man, from what we saw just in that series alone, in the third quarter last night, he had 22 points, could not be stopped, ridiculous shot after ridiculous shot. That guy's going to be a baller. Were you guys surprised after getting it 1-1 that Utah couldn't muster another game? Nah, Houston's a better team. Yeah, losing both at home, though, that was a killer. Yeah, Houston's a better team. I mean, come on. You think Utah's going to look back at the season and say, oh, well, well, that was a disaster. No, that was a bonus. Utah not only got to the playoffs, they won a playoff series. That's a huge bonus for the Utah Jazz. And they discovered their next star. Who's the favorite in the Northwest Division next year? Utah. Utah. Mm-hmm. That's a, I don't know. That's a good division. I would put Oklahoma City last. Yeah. I would put Portland second to last. I think they blow that up after that I, disaster I against I think, New Orleans. I think Portland has regressed, and I think the Nuggets are every bit as good, if not better, than Minnesota if they play to their standards. There's no reason, though, to think Utah, Denver, or Minnesota will take a step back. Probably both going to take, or all three take steps no doubt. forward. No doubt. So. I think Utah will take a step back. I think why this year was a see, bit of a mirage. We keep thinking that, but why? Why do you think that? Sophomore slump for Mitchell. Okay. I mean, those do happen. Father time. Well, you, you and the cliches. In the least surprising news of the night, the Warriors finish off the Pelicans. Steve Kerr says his squad is clicking. If he can play 37 minutes in a playoff game, uh, then I think he's okay. And now we got about five days till our next game. So, uh, time to recover and continue his work. And, um, you know, it just feels like, feels like he's back now. Steph Curry with 28 points, seven rebounds, eight assists. He's back. He's fine. They have five days off. Both teams won last night. I know. Take forever. NBA playoffs at this point take forever. All right. Early prognostication. Houston's got the home court. I still like Golden State in seven. I will take Golden State in six. Uh, I lean towards Golden State in probably five. I, I would going to be more of a laugher. I would love to see Game Seven in Houston. That would be that would be a lot of fun. That would be great. All right, we will talk more about that Warriors and Rockets series. Draymond Green doesn't care about the Rockets. He cares about something else. Makes no sense for us to run around. We want them as bad as they want us for what? We got a goal. Whoever's in the way of that goal, you you know, then we got to see you. You got to see us. All right, now they're in the way. Perfect. But we ain't been running around talking about, man, I can't. Like, we we got we want them bad. Like, no, nah, we want championship bad. Another one. That's a bit of a mouth breather. There is it? not a bigger coattail rider than Draymond Green. If Draymond Green was the best player in Memphis, they'd win 25 games. Uh, Draymond Green, we're we're all about championships. You're just along for the ride. Ah, he's a little better than just along for the ride. Come on. We'll cruise on over to baseball where the Orioles' Dylan Bundy lasted only seven batters, giving up four home runs. His stat line, zero innings pitch, five hits, seven runs, seven earned runs, two walks, four home runs. Here's one of them. Pitch to Gordon. Swung on and belted. High and deep and away back and out of here. Four home runs hit by the Royals in the first inning, and they now lead Dylan Bundy and the Birds 7 nothing. And here comes Buck Showalter. He's seen enough. Didn't get a single out. Look at that stat line. No, no outs. Five hits, seven earned runs, two walks, 
four home runs and an infinite well, ERA. What's, what's his ERA? Infinity. Was this his first it, appearance of the year? Well, in this specific oh. outing, his ERA was infinity. That, that's amazing. How long before he gets a normal ERA again? Well, let's see what it uh, puts him to for the year. 5-3-1 on the year. He's now 1-5 on the campaign. What if his next outing were a perfect game? What, huh? what would that do to his ERA then? If it said infinity now? Well, ESPN's not listing it at infinity. It probably should be, though, right? I think, wouldn't it make it 7? Because then he would do 9 innings. Oh, let's try this math stuff. I think it's 7. On the other side of the spectrum, James right. Paxton throws the third no-no in MLB this season. All three no-hitters have come in different countries. This one came in Canada. Paxton ready. Here's the windup and the 0-2 pitch. Swing and a one-hopper to third. Seager's got it. Toss across. Ball game is over. James Paxton has just thrown a no-hitter. The big lefty is getting mobbed out of the mound. Haven't we had a couple no-nos already this season? Yeah, that was our third one. Okay. They've all been in different countries. I just noticed that. That's <laughs> oh, late. Uh, this segment sucks. <laughs> Go on. This is the, coming from the guy who told me, let's do this every day. All right, Stephen Piscotty returns to baseball after his mom passes away. St. Louis traded Piscotty to Oakland so he could be closer to his mom. He got back in the batter's box last night. He back since his mother, Gretchen, passed less than 48 hours ago. Yeah, if you want some more background on that story, a tremendous feature piece that ran on SportsCenter over the weekend. I'm sure you can still find it online. It's a heartbreaking story. So he's grows up in the Bay Area. Uh, one of three brothers, big baseball family. Mom used to go to all their games, Little League games. Drafted and plays for the Cardinals. Mom is diagnosed with ALS, fade and fast. And the Cardinals do him and the family a major solid. They trade him to Oakland so he can be with his mother. They didn't have to do it. They did. They did the right thing. And he was with his mother in her last days. Just a heartwarming and a heart-wrenching story. Stephen Piscotti. Yeah, no doubt about that. All right, we'll bounce over to the NFL. Uh, guys, you see this? Mark Ingram gets popped for PEDs. He'll be suspended for the first four games with the Saints. Do you guys think that's a good thing or a bad thing for uh, Alvin Kamara? It's a bad thing. I mean, the reason they were so effective is because it was a one-two punch. Well, he's moved up my uh, fantasy mock draft board. Uh, my, my next one's coming out at the end yeah. of the week, so he, uh, he has moved up it based on this news. I love it when they get fantasy talk at this time of year. Oh my god. It, and it happens. There's the only thing worse than fantasy football talk during football season. Is fantasy football talk any season. It's off season yeah. fantasy football talk. This will catch your attention. Kurt Warner. This was no BS considering a comeback at age 46. No way. To talk to a coach and my wife said, go for it. I think it would be great. So I actually talked to a coach about possibly doing it if they needed someone, but then they went out and signed somebody. I don't think they thought I was serious. and uh, So I think we're completely done now. All right, just because he spoke to a coach about the possibility doesn't mean that they were really serious about 46-year-old. I would take Kurt Warner over Case Keenum in 2018. No, no you wouldn't. Yes, I would. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. No, you wouldn't. Nope. No, you would not. I would take him over Trevor Simeon last year. How old are you? 44. All right. Best shape of my life. 
Well, because you were in horrible shape before. No. That's why. No. No, I mean. I was fielding grounders at Little League Baseball practice. You're you're in great shape. Now, it doesn't mean that a 46-year-old body is more equipped than a, how old is Case Keenum? 32? 31? Come on, man. That's day and night, bro. It's not even close. I was man in the hot corner. Not even close. Case Keenum's 30 years old. Okay. I would take Kurt Warner over Case Keenum. I would. You're drunk. Okay. Uh, finally, guys, Roquan Smith, a Bears draft pick, had his playbook stolen from his car. Who is the the Bronco that revealed his playbook? DJ, DJ Williams. When the, the the guy who posted a photo of his That's playbook, right. defensive yeah. playbook, yeah, and it was like the end of the world. Oh my God. I thought DJ was a good player. He was underrated here. You know what's funny is I have a buddy who details cars, and he was detailing a Broncos car this year. Sent me a picture of the guy's playbook in the back seat of his car. And I was just like, he didn't send me the plays. It was just a book. And he's like, how lazy is this guy? I'm like, well, don't do anything with it. He's like, I'm not going to do anything Isn't with it. Isn't it all on their iPads yeah, but, now? What's the big, what's the big deal? In they all, all honesty. know what plays yeah. they're running. Do you think Vance Joseph would be real thrilled if that yeah, hit the I, I get interwebs? It, but it, when it's all said and done, you still got to stop us. You don't know when we're going to run these plays. Right. What about the Philly special in the Super Bowl? You think if Hoodie had caught wind of that? But he ran that play. Like they, they copied a New England play. Works for Philly. It's all about time and, and place. Sure. Final thoughts when we come back. And uh, if you haven't heard Shaq and Barkley going at it as they did last night on the TNT show, it was gold. I want it all. Alpha 2950. I want it now. Is talking Broncos. Sutton, is he the starting slot receiver going into training camp? But it doesn't stop there. We're breaking down the Stanley Cup playoffs. If anybody tries to tell me, yeah, Vegas, you know, they're going to get knocked out in the West Final. What, what are you talking about? All they've done is prove everybody <laughs> wrong every stage they've been in. We've got NBA playoff talk. I don't know why anything when LeBron James involved, I guess we should be shocked out anymore. And, of course, the Rockies. This is where good teams really start separating themselves. Wouldn't you agree, Nate? The May, June, July window. If they continue to pitch like this, we will have an entertaining summer of baseball. Get it all on Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950. This place has everything. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now's the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high-interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. What will 
you do with your $5,000 bonus? First Transit is hiring full-time drivers. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Starting pay is $15.38 an hour. $15.38 an hour paid training and a $5,000 hiring bonus for drivers. Benefits after 30 days. No experience required. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. What will you do with your $5,000 hiring bonus? Go to work for First Transit. Apply today in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Ever look around and realize that you don't have enough mud on you? <laughs> Maybe that means you're not playing hard enough. Mudapalooza 12, the 12th annual co-ed mud volleyball tournament is coming. Hosted by North Glen Parks Recreation Cultural Services and Natural Grocers. June 16th, register before June 11th. It's going to be so much fun. And hey, only $325 includes t-shirts and proceeds of the beer sales will benefit a precious child. Do you have to be 18 or older? NorthGlen.org slash Mudapalooza. And get ready to get a little dirty. Or a lot. Hey, sports fans, unless you're really rolling, there's no way possible you could afford over $100,000 of damage to your property. Hail, fire, water damage. That's why you have insurance. But nearly every insurance claim is underpaid. The C3 Group can help. They're a team of property claim experts that work to ensure insurance companies pay what they're required to pay. Property owners, HOAs, and contractors, they all trust the C3 Group to recoup damages from 100000 into the millions. You can trust the C3 Group as well. Call 303-670-2710. When you're 6'10", you like big stuff. The bigger, the better. Doors, chairs, bathtubs, taps, shoes. That's why I'm so excited. My Marine Pro partner, Pal Goodfellas, is offering their biggest energy efficiency rebates ever, up to $2,700 back on a high-efficiency Ream Comfort System. Goodfellas owner Michael places a big priority on keeping your home comfortable in all seasons by providing expert service and installation, quick response times, and low financing options. For more on Ream and utility rebates, go to ReamProPartners.com. It's time to bring breakfast back at the Delectable Egg. Start your day with an amazing omelet, a delicious skillet, some pancakes, or how about some eggs? There's a lot of places to get eggs, but only one locally owned and with so many delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily. The Delectable Egg. So get cracking. The Delectable Egg at five metro locations, including Lodo, Downtown, DTC, Lowry, and Westminster. Ask about catering and hatch some great deals with a Delectable Egg rewards program at DelectableEgg.com. Get a career in under a year with real opportunity to train for relevant careers at the Colorado Media School. Enrollment is open right now. The Colorado Media School will prepare you with hands-on training by real industry pros in careers like social media and YouTube, on-air, TV and radio talent, production, video and audio editing, camera and control room skills, sports play-by-play, sports commentating, live broadcasts, and so much more. Graduate in months, not years. Call the Colorado Media School now at 303-937-7070. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You got baby, that's why you ain't win. He got the, I didn't have Dwayne, I didn't have Dwayne Wade and Kobe Bryant carry me up and down the court. So why you don't know oh, you, you, Because I got three finals MVP, Chuck. Because, because you, you Google me, Chuck. Everybody Google me, Chuck. You see that? Everybody Google me. You a great player. You don't know what you're talking about when it comes, Chuck. No, that's not a not. He got to step up and play. We all didn't play. have other players carrying play us up and down the court. You can yell as much as you want. I got three finals in VP. I mean, you are a great player. Thank you. But you wouldn't have got him if you didn't have Kobe and Dwayne. I will say. All right, what started as a harmless debate regarding the Toronto Raptors and what they do with Dwayne Casey, Casey not playing his star player, DeMar DeRozan, and Barkley said that's going to cause an issue. Shaq responds by saying it's no issue. He should have played better. It devolved quickly into a personal battle between the two of them and championships. 
Uh, Shaq says that Barkley has no reason to comment. He has no real opinion because he's never won a championship. And Barkley says, well, you won a championship because you were carried by D. Wade and Kobe Bryant. It got ugly. Neither of which is totally true. I mean, obviously Charles Barkley can have an opinion even though he didn't win a championship. He did make it all the way to a finals. He won an MVP. So to dis- dismiss anything he says because he didn't win a championship is stupid. To say Shaq was carried by Kobe and D. Wade is also ridiculous. He did have a great player next to him, but he won three finals MVPs. He wasn't carried by anyone. I, w- I will say this. I agree with Shaq on this on this sense. It's, why does Dwayne Casey have to apologize to anyone? I, I, here, here's sort of my take on it. Now, maybe this is going to sound like I'm riding the fence, but fundamentally, I agree with the fact that he, Casey should be able to bench anyone if they're not playing. If well. it doesn't work, he loses his job. He doesn't have to apologize to anybody. I'm with you, and I get it. And look, if you're not playing well, you should be benched. The old school soul of mine wants to believe that and wants to sit here and say, well, if Michael had been benched, he'd have just taken it or magic or whatever. I I, I want to believe that. But then the realist in me goes, yeah, but dude, it's 2018, right? It's a different world. The, the tail wags the dog in the NBA. It's a player-driven league. You got to figure out a way to 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 live in, in that world, not 1988. So yeah. I think in today's day and age, even though it's not my instinct I don't go with uh, you just bench the guy in the fourth quarter if you're not happy with the way he's sure. playing. Plus, I go down with my best player. I ain't going down with my best player sitting on the bench. But what if he's done it before and it's worked before? When the Toronto Raptors beat the Denver Nuggets in Toronto uh, a couple months ago, never forget that game. The the Nuggets were in it. It was down the stretch. It was the fourth quarter. You know who beat the Nuggets in that game? It wasn't DeMar DeRozan. He was on the bench. Well, Doc Rivers beat the Nuggets, came back from 19 down with I his know. backups. But you're not going to use that. In the playoffs. Just if you've done it before and it's worked before, and you're a coach who's proven to make it work, why wouldn't you do it again? I don't do it, dude. Postseason's different than a game in March or game in February. I don't, I don't argue that point. I and I, and I agree when you say live and die with your stars, especially in the games that matter most. It's just that's if you're gonna go down, you want to look yourself in the mirror and go, hey, I went down with my best stuff and it didn't work. Not trying to be smart and. Go with a plan that worked in February. But that led to our other debate this morning. Um, Shaq. When you think of Shaq's legacy as a basketball player, and I'll leave it at this, all right? When I think of great players who have ever played the game, Shaquille O'Neal doesn't even make my top 10. I don't think he'd make my top 20. Well, it's a, it's a funny debate because he was a dominant player. He was. I mean, he won... Multiple titles, he won three finals MVP. But not, but not for basketball reasons. That's I'm with you on that. I don't think he was a great basketball player. I think he was a dominant basketball player. Great, big difference between the two. That is my. Yeah. Um, if you that think is my sh- line right, of like H-W, I'll ask you your greatest memory of Shaquille O'Neal. What is it? His greatest basketball memory. Uh the alley oop from Kobe to Shaq in the finals, where they do the airplane afterwards. I mean, it's an iconic highlight. Okay. You see it all the time. Yeah. What what comes to your mind? It's either that one or he had a coast to coast when he was down in Orlando. That to see a big man mm-hmm. back back when he was quote unquote skinny Shaq, sure. that was pretty impressive. He and Penny Hardaway were fun to watch. To me, Shaq will always known be known as the guy who dunked the ball hard and broke, broke the backboard, broke brought down the whole goal. 
When I think of Shaquille, if I shut my eyes, what was Shaquille O'Neal? He's the guy that brought down the entire goal. He was a seven foot tall Jerome Lane. Yeah, he brought down the entire goal. That's, I mean, we that's don't have Shaquille. to rehash all this, but I just don't think you guys are giving Shaq enough credit. I think he's a top, I think he's a top 15 player to ever play the game. I said he was dominant. I, I don't know why that's so offensive. Is he top 15 of all time? No. No. If I'm man, drafting, that resume, I can't, if I can't you're drafting, get 15 resumes ahead of Shaq, man. If you're drafting big men, where does he go? Does he go ahead of Wilt, Bill? Kareem, Hakeem, Patrick Ewing. He goes ahead of Ewing, yes. Okay. I'd take him ahead of Ewing as well. I would too. So he'd be my fifth guy. Hold Just on off the top of my head. Hold on a second. Yeah, yeah, you're missing some dudes. Well, Russell, Chamberlain, yeah. Kareem, Hakeem. Who am I missing? George Mikan? Well, do you, do you count Tim Duncan as a big guy? No, he's a four. See, I've always viewed Tim Duncan as a center. I don't like playing this game. He played in the post. That's where he played. He's a four. I just think it's funny that because Shaq picked a fight with Barkley, we just have to rain on Shaq for three hours. No, I just don't like his attitude that I won rings, you know nothing. I agree. That, 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 that attitude, that attitude bothers me. Barkley you insulted know, him. Barkley said Kobe and D-Wade carried him up and down the court. Only after Shaq said, you have no opinion on this, you warrant no opinion because you never won a championship, and that's a ridiculous it opinion. Is. I agree. That's a ridiculous notion. I mean, Charles Barkley is, is, was a great player. He won a lot of basketball games. He won an MVP. He took the Suns all the way to the finals. Uh, just because John Paxson hit a corner jumper to beat him at the buzzer doesn't mean now he has no valid opinions. That's ridiculous. What did we do wrong today, Mario? Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's fact checker. Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com. All right, did you guys know the Rockies were pulling double duty last night? They beat the Angels in Denver, and then they had a huge night in Houston. Let's listen to this. We got ourselves a Western Conference Finals in the NBA playoffs. The Rockies finish off the Jazz. (laughs) CP3 was solid. Jesus. (laughs) I was during big news. I didn't want to interrupt you during your big segment, but I caught that too. That was still the part of the show where I had no vision, so I didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't hear it. I had Uh, no idea. I am not going to lie to you. I sleepwalked through the entire three hours today. (laughs) You know what happened? You want the real reason? Sure. I didn't have my coffee. Why did you not have coffee? I didn't get my Starbucks coffee because the line was too long at the drive-thru and I came here and I relied on our coffee. Yeah. I don't like our coffee. I had both. Yeah. All right, next, uh, listening appeared to be an issue on the show today. We have two great instances of that. Uh, let's hear uh, Will at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Meanwhile, the skip is uh, thrilled with John Gray's performance, his third straight start, only giving up one run in three starts. Since all the weed was smoked, guess how many earned <laughs> runs John Gray's given up? I mean, we're talking a span of, like, 19 days. Vic? One. One. Yeah. I said that, I think, in my open. <laughs> I wasn't listening. Yeah. Good to know that we listen to one another. Vic, you return the favor. Yeah. Uh, let's listen to that one. On the other side of the spectrum, James right. Paxton throws the third no-no in MLB this season. <laughs> All three no-hitters have come in different countries. This one came in Canada. Haven't we had a couple no- no-nos already this season? <laughs> yeah, that was our third one. Okay. They've all been in different countries. I was listening. <laughs> I just said that. That's late. It's late. It was like 9.30. I just told you that segment segment sucks. 
All right, and that's all I have today. We'll all be on uh, Denver Post Watch tomorrow morning. Uh, Thanks, oh, Marty. Oh, jeez, I have no shot of getting it. From now on, because I can't give out my address and phone number, mm-hmm. it'll be, can Amber get the post canceled? That's going to be the goal. Can you do it online, or do you have to call? I don't know. Oh. I have no idea. Fire up finale, please. This is the Fired Up Finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. Is it always sacred ground or just when you want it to be because it's convenient because then you can yell at people and act all high and mighty? Well, do you remember when the Beebs did that in Chicago? Beebs was dancing all over the Blackhawks logo before a concert. They were mad because he was like rehearsing in their locker room and he was like doing his moves right on top of their. Well, logo. is that the locker room they gave him to get ready for his concert? That's th- that sounds like a them problem. Exactly, it's not Bieber's problem. You're on the Biebs side on this one. One hundred percent on Biebs' side. Why would you do that? If you have something in the middle of the room and you need to cross that space to get to the other side of the room, what are you doing? Just put it up on the ceiling. <laughs> How do you like my new invention? Was that like a group? Effort uh, there is a group hot take. We all got a tally. Yeah. Instead I, of having the logo on the floor, the carpet floor, put the logo up on the ceiling. That way no one can trample it, ever. I have no problem with that idea. That no? way you don't have to be just high maintenance. Exactly right. Uh, thanks to our guest today on the show, David McMenamin of the ESPN.com. Also, Steve Foster, pitching coach for your Colorado Rockies. Tomorrow, you don't want to miss it. You heard the debut of our list of all lists on Tuesday where... Uh, Manchester gave us our favorite Colorado monuments in order. <laughs> no, it was the must-see places in Colorado. Whatever. Most of them are monuments. Tomorrow, <laughs> it is top ten Colorado annoyances. By the way, Vic, winner of the Hall & Oates contest announced today at 5 o'clock with Kreckman and Harris. Still time to get qualified, but make sure you're tuned in at 5. You'll find out who you're going to the concert with. We can give them a call tomorrow on the show. I can go for that. Thanks for listening. See ya. Altitude 950. Rewind. It was better as the game went on. Uh, first inning, a little shaky. Uh, didn't really have a feel for the for the breaking ball or the fastball command. Uh, again, he's worked on it uh, through the last uh, couple weeks. Uh, he needs that pitch. Yeah, it's a big part of his arsenal. You know, the fastball slider is, I think, his best stuff. You know, he pitched. Again, I thought he gained confidence as the game went on. Uh, they stressed him, obviously, in the first. They stressed him in the seventh, but he made pitches. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are back at Dick Sportingage Park to take on the New York Red Bulls. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock with Connor Kate on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Tipped up and in by Nikola Jokic. Home of the Avalanche. Pose, looks, pose, looks, out in front of the goes. He scores! Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman, Hastings and Brownman starts now. Your construction smells of corruption. I'll manipulate. Scott and Julie with you, Altitude 950.